1: we yeah.
2: logic, political talk, part of the conservative conversation. And, you know, tonight I just had to listen to the full song. Normally I play a little bit more than half of it, get to the shoulder the shoulder part because uh, we certainly need to do that uh, these days uh, more than ever, um, you know, especially uh, families and friends and things of that nature with this ongoing, uh, on- ongoing shutdown of our economy and distance, uh, keeping away from each other and everything being closed and things of that nature. Uh, you may have already noticed by my tone, I'm kind of in a remote um, mood tonight, a little uh, morose. Uh, so for that, will improve over time. Uh, just got news today that they are not going to have uh, the. Uh, go by my daughter so I could be able to go back to school. Uh, and uh, she's got to do distance learning uh for the rest of the school year and to be honest, I'm, I'm pretty pretty upset about it cuz you know this is her senior year so it's to be her year she, and she had a hard way to go through through high school for some things um first uh, high school she went to they closed <laughs> uh due to funding uh and so we you know after two years being there she found uh, she really liked the school cause there was, there's was some nuts and nice people there um and we finally found a school that she really liked and we, we both really liked. And now uh problem got, uh you know, is it going to be the same? I mean, they're going to, they're going to try, but then the graduation, of course, maybe even more momentous event that has been, it's just not going to be the same. The school is really going to be trying hard to, you know, make up for it, uh, but it's still not going to be the same. And so I'm uh, pretty upset about it. I mean, to be honest, pretty pissed off about it too uh, because there's reports out and we're not we'll talk about this some tonight um, and they'll, they'll talk about it and I don't quote Rush Bloom a lot I mean I'm not saying I don't like him I listen to him things of that nature but that's his show um, and so I really don't do a, talk a lot about uh, what happens on other shows um, but anyway with Earth even talk about and, and I do have an actual article I'm going to have to read it um, and then and, again, this is, I said, I'm not for other people's show, but this, this is an article that is on um, the Bars Logic website at Uh See folks in there. I know you want to chime in. Um, I see your uh, good friend Joyce already on the line. with to chime in. We'll get you in. <laughs> but the thing that kind of bothers me, and I still got this call, but I think it's from being inside all the time, just breathing in all that uh, Dale indoor air, you know, working from... From home and not, not getting much and you know I mean'm I feel fortunate that I'm, that I'm working um uh, even though what I'm doing is very stressful and it's gotten even more stressful <laughs> since uh since then uh since this is all I'm going so I can't imagine what my blood pressure is like because I can't even go get it checked out uh so anyway uh let me find that that article I know they're talking about they there's there's telling me again i apologize for the delay on this. Um, but it, it's at least on Rush we talk about how it may not even be where we really had to do uh, the shutdown. And I'm trying to find this uh, this article uh, that I have here. Again, it's from the the Bard's Logic uh, Newsroom. You can find uh, all the articles from tonight at www.bardslogicpoliticaltalk.com. You go to the Newsroom page. And you know, get the different articles uh from tonight. Uh and here it is so lockdowns and this is from um Net Daily. and uh, this is from rush It says, uh lockdowns may have been unnecessary, says Rush Limbaugh. And this was uh two days ago and, and I actually heard him say it. it. Says radio talk show host Rush Limbaugh on Monday said new data suggests the lockdowns and I bring this up first because you know, I just a good segue from what I was saying earlier about you know how this plan and it's not just my daughter there's a lot of kids out there who are going to go through you know what what she is and it really pisses me off especially if it what and it's not been necessary of course all the people on their employment it's affecting it's just, uh New data suggests the lockdowns may have been unnecessary because the coronavirus infection rates were far higher than previously reported, meaning that there was not nearly as much a threat to life as feared. Of course, there's a lot of folks dying from it, but they'll talk about the death rate of it. But orders from Democrat governors are going to stay or even get worse because of politics, he told his listeners. Now, I'm in Ohio, and I have a Republican governor, not one that I'm all too fond of. Now my daughter goes to a Kentucky school, cause I, I, you know, and I go to Ohio. I live in Ohio, but I mean, either I, I think their schools are going to be doing uh, the same thing. Uh, but he says, folks, I'm going to tell you, and I told you when I first got back here after being out for two weeks uh, that the first thing when I was going to discuss of the model, the big debate, whenever this uh, is over, is, is wasn't necessary. And the more information that we gather, it's beginning to look like it was not necessary to shut down the economy. he said, and furthermore, it is certainly not necessary to keep it shut down. but these Democrat governors are hellbent, and I'd say even my republican governor but and even Trump today, when you're talking when he's kind of upset me too and i, I and that's why for the title of our show tonight, and I'm going to go off on tangents, but you know this. Um, but if, even with the title of our show tonight, something behind the shutdown, beyond the coronavirus, um, I'm waiting on a guest we had on a couple weeks ago, who she has a theory on what this is about, and actually has to do more about the world economy and doing a world economy reset uh, based off of a different currency, and we're hoping to have uh, her on. Uh, I know Kelly was conferring with her. Uh, earlier this evening, uh, try to get some information. So we're open to get her on the – to hear her theory of it. But, you know, and Trump, I'm kind of surprised because he's been saying, yeah, we, we can't keep doing this. can keep doing this. And then you have a, a governor from Georgia,
3: okay, and I've
2: got another article from the, the from Florida that we're going to go over tonight. But from Georgia, who's saying, look, I'm going to let them." shops open up you know hairdress things of that nature which which they do here in Ohio <laughs> because they could really use a haircut um but anyway
4: you know he's like oh i I,
2: I don't agree with him it's his it's his cause so his call but I don't agree with him so I, I don't understand why Trump I mean I got an idea why trump's backtracking I know it you know and, and the people are saying and I kind of agree with this this if, if things do spike and Trump don't say anything then it, no He's going to have egg on his face. But you know, the damn media. And the thing is, I'm getting to the point where, you know, hate used to be a strong word, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's getting to the point where, you know, you know what they say, you hate your enemy. I, I, okay, I'm a Christian, so I don't have to love my enemy. Uh, and I don't. I used to dislike my enemies. I used to want to say we wanted to, you know, uh, defeat our enemies. But it's getting to the point where I just hate them you know, because there's there's no other thing I can do. Uh, no other feeling I I could say than that because I don't think it's we I don't think we're going to get motivated you know to get these people out unless we hate them and and what they're trying to do is just awful I mean they're willing I mean I seen something on Tucker Carlson the other night where people are like yeah yeah let's let more people do. Yeah, these he was interviewing people like yeah I wish I would have an audio of it or got it um for it. They're like, oh yeah, we yeah, we, we wouldn't, yeah, we would be okay with more people dying of the coronavirus and have the shutdown go longer. The this, this coronavirus. This would hurt Donald Trump uh, Trump's chances of of being, you know, not reelected. I mean, these these people are idiots. They're absolutely, idiots. they're okay with people dying. I mean, they, you know, Trump's not Popeye. Trump's not Stalin. You know, you, you don't, you don't. Ugh, I, I tell you what, I'm gonna stop. when you get back to the article. These really people really. Uh, really pissed me off. And as I said earlier tonight, so there's I work, uh, yeah, my blood pressure is probably already up. <clears throat> but anyway, it says, uh, and furthermore, it is certainly not the case that, again, I don't even know what's going on with Trump. So hopefully we get, you know, our, our guest is running late tonight, so hopefully we can get her in. Um, now anyway, it says, this, uh, and I guarantee their orders from on high. Let me we'll backtrack a little bit. And furthermore, it is certainly not necessary to keep it shut down, but these Democrat governors, and there are Republican ones too I, uh, Are helping on keeping it shut down I'll guarantee this is Trump saying this again, Not Trump This is Rush saying this now I'll guarantee you they're on orders from on high This is part of the presidential campaign For this economy to become As weak as you can make it For more and more people to lose their jobs And how they think they're finally Going to get Trump This is their effort to do what Mueller failed to do What Adam Schiff failed to do What the Kavanaugh attack failed to do what Stormy Daniels failed to do and what Michael Avenatti failed to do. They're salivating over this, and they are. I mean, spend a little time on Twitter. He pointed out that the associate press is reporting, I a, quote, a flood of new research suggests that far more people have had the coronavirus without any symptoms, fueling hope that it will turn out to be much less lethal than originally feared. Limbaugh quoted a professor at Harvard's Pub School of Public Health, Dr. Michael Mina, who said, We've just been awfully marked by huge, huge numbers estimating total infections. Analysis by a Stanford researcher conclude the fatality rate for the coronavirus appear to be 0.1 at the high and 0.02 at the low end. That would be like the normal or bad flu year, one or two per thousand dying in the population. Limbaugh noted. Remember, when we started the models here that everybody swore by, which gave the lockdown policy, were predicting four to one, uh, four to one dying per hundred per thousand I'm sorry per hundred, not thousand. The Stanford study he said, estimated the number of infected was 50 to 85 times more than the number of confirmed cases. If this is true, it means that the death rate is way down, that the mortality rate for COVID-19 is so low that it may be even lower than the flu here every year, he said. Limbaugh noted other studies were reporting similar results. It said the lockdowns were imposed because the World Health Organization was promoting the idea that it was highly virulent disease. Folks, this is such a mess. It was so, I'm in the crowd, and it's a growing number of people who don't believe the severity of the lockdown was necessary. Nationwide, everywhere, it just wasn't necessary, and it just, plan- uh, just pains me. It just depresses me. It pains me to see how easily and quickly we just erased – we just eliminated three years of unprecedented economic growth in this country. And let me tell you, folks, for those naysayers about Trump, if our economy was not as in good of shape and our unemployment rate was not as in good of shape as it was… Before this whole ordeal, economically we would be in a lot worse shape than we are now. And those were Trump's policies. And that's something that I don't hear Trump or any any people who support him or anything are saying that. If our economy was worse, okay, like unemployment being higher, or you know, not as you know many jobs and money coming back to the United States, we'd be in a lot more trouble. And it's – let's see. How long was the article? I kind of want to spend all this time on that. Um, Okay, it's not too much longer. So why are all the restrictions imposed? This is back to the article. I'm the guy that's been warning everybody about who the Democrats are and the modern-day leftists. But I swear I don't know how much more it can take of a political party and its governors actually attempting to extend this damage to prolong the harm that is occurring to average, ordinary people. It is amazing to watch this, he said. He said the Democrats' position was illustrated by Miami Herald column, Ciobla Santiago, who, as WND reported Monday, said uh, people packed on beaches should work nicely to thin – the risks of Trump fans, wow. Should work nicely to thin the rank of Trump fans. What a disgusting person. I tell you, you know what, I tell you what people, if you're ever on Twitter and you know, not that I actually, you know, feel this way about what I'm about to say. But if you're on Twitter and you're on social media and you get these dumbasses I don't like anyway, who are like, oh, I hope Trump or I hope Trump supporters or, or some other politician gets the coronavirus because I hope they die from it, tell them that's how you feel about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Drive them absolutely nuts. You want to trigger a liberal when they say they hope Trump or a, a supporter or somebody in his administration there's coronavirus, Tell them, you know, c- c- come back to them and say, yeah, I hope Ruth Bader Ginsburg gets it. Drives them absolutely crazy. Not that I'm saying I want her to get it, but I'm saying that if you want to drive a liberal nut when they're saying that that kind of stupid, asinine stuff, come, that, that's a comeback for them. Say, "Oh, why hope that?" It's the Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Drive them nuts. Uh, but anyway, uh, it says there is, there is who they are. He said she will never be called a, a, a yeah, but she, and he's right. He's like they'll never be called a hate monger. She never, you know. so again you could read. You know, I, you read the article again. I've got it here on the the website at uh, www.bardslogicpoliticaltalk.com. So he just goes, you know, more off about me, about the Democrats and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, that's what I'm saying is we've got people here, okay. Who and I believe our guest is on the line. So when you're ready, um, just push the one on your number dial, and we will get you into the show, okay. And I see um, Kelly on the line as well. So just push the one and over dial, and we'll get uh, we'll get you in. Because I do see uh, we got your number there. Um, anyway, and so we'll we'll, we'll make some more posts. Oh, uh, we got Kelly on. You know, Kelly, we'll get you in there. minute. I'm gonna jump off my suit box. Uh, in just a moment, and well, first we're going to get Joseph because he has been holding. We're going to get Joseph in and then we're going to get you, Kelly, and you can do your intros, and then we'll get her in. Uh, but I'm going to stay on my soapbox just for a few more minutes, and 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 that's where we're at. That is where we are at with 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 these liberals. That's where we are. The Democrats. That's where we are with the you know a, a Republican trying to open up a state and Trump, Saying it's a bad idea. So is there something? beyond the shutdown, that's one of the things we're gonna talk about uh with our guest tonight you know beyond the uh what, you know is there something behind uh the continued shutdown even if there's evidence that it may not have even been necessary and uh, you know is there something beyond it and of course we're going to talk about other news you know that, that that's missing uh you know <laughs> excuse me <coughs> this, uh, I think I breathing' is all this indoor air all the time I just can't get rid of this cough um but anyway, let's go I'm jumping off my soapbox now so we can get in. Joseph, and then Kelly, then uh, you can do your intro for our guest tonight, Kelly. But let's go ahead and uh, welcome our good friend there from Hawaii. Uh, thank you very much uh, for to the show tonight, Joseph. How are you?
5: Thank you very much, Joseph. I mean, sorry. Thank you very much, Robert. How are you?
2: Parched. I had to get a drink of water there. I'm I'm, I'm all right. I mean, you know, I got that that upsetting news today, and you know, just. You know, and, and I'm, I'm I'm upset because you know, of course, my daughter's upset, and anything that upsets her uh, upsets me, and especially you know, again, it makes and, and first I'm you know upset, sad, you know, morose, as I said, but then when I hear reports, of what Russ was talking about today, it, it, my remoteness and sadness turns to anger, and I tell you what, you know, a little side note before I, I give you the floor is that if this keeps on, I'm not going to be the only one angry. We've already got people protesting in the street, and and I'm for that. I think we should get more people out in the streets um, because I don't think this is going to stop until
5: we have,
2: you know, million man march sized people, maybe, you know, peacefully protesting this lockdown. Go ahead, Joseph.
5: Uh, Yes, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Reporting live from uh, Honolulu, Hawaii, Farge Logic Hub outside of Honolulu, Uh, reporting today's news. As uh, the pandemic is starting to have a crippling effect over many Americans, we have demonstrators who are rallying in states across the country to protest governor-imposed stay-at-home orders that have kept Americans out of work for weeks. Governors in at least 43 states have instituted quarantine restrictions that temporarily ban large public gatherings, closed schools, and shutter most businesses, effectively pausing the economy and hurting the livelihood of many Americans. Unemployment also skyrocketed. As measures to protect against the pandemic squeeze the economy, which total claims over the four weeks ending on April 11th, reaching nearly an astonishing 22 million workers and an unemployment rate close to 13 percent. Earlier this week, thousands of protesters, Robert, rallied outside the Washington State Capitol on April the 19th to call for an end to Governor Jay Inslee's stay-at-home order, with some holding signs that read, and I quote, Give me liberty or give me COVID-19 and end the shutdown. Inslee reported to the demonstration in a written statement saying that while he supports free speech, rallies in politics won't determine what is best for the health of Washington. Also in California, there have been several demonstrations stretching across California from Sacramento, where hundreds protested at the state capitol on April 19th, to San Clemente and Huntington Beach. Hundreds gathered in Huntington Beach on April 17th to protest the government-imposed order, while hundreds more came together in San Clemente on April 19th over concerns about the need to defend constitutional rights. Demonstrators in Encinitas, about 25 miles north of San Diego, rallied against closures of beaches and walking trails on April 19. Governor uh, California Newsom said over the weekend that protesters should practice social distancing and do safely when expressing their free speech. The safe lockdown has been in effect since March 19. Robert, what you'll also find astonishing is that there's also protests in Michigan. There's also been protests in Pennsylvania and Alabama in New York, in Virginia, in Texas, and yes, locally here in the state of, Hano, uh, of Hawaii and in the capital of Honolulu, there was uh, about 12 protesters a couple of days ago that were rallying at the state capitol, demanding for the economy to come back up. Uh, that is my recap for the uh, uh, national news protest. Just a quick recap on the uh, local scene here in Hawaii, Mayor Kirk Cardwell. Uh, Democratic mayor of the state of, uh, uh, actually, of the uh, city and county of Honolulu, pertaining to the state of Hawaii, extended the stay at home uh, order up until March the 31st, which uh, many economists say will just uh, continue more uh, devastation to the already almost non existent uh, tourist economy in the state of Hawaii. While the governor of the state of Hawaii, Governor Ige, has proposed a 20% cut across the board uh, for professionals such as teachers in which he refuses to cut his own pay, in which he is earning an astonishing over $158,000 a year plus $50,000 in subsidies uh, to uh, remain in the governor mansion uh, free of tax. Uh, And I will defer back to you, Robert, and I'm once again reporting to you live from uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. Back to you, Robert. (laughs)
2: Uh, Certainly, thank you very much, uh, Joseph. I appreciate that uh, report there from Hawaii. And I've got uh, an audio I'm waiting on, going to get it uh, keyed up. Uh, That's from Suzette. I'm going to play it in a little bit, kind of, on what we were uh, alluding to, and we'll get that uh, pulled up in a little bit. But first, let's go ahead and uh, get Kelly in. Uh, and that's speaking of California, that's where uh, Kelly's calling from uh, Thank you very much uh, for calling to the show How are you tonight, Kelly? I'm
6: oh, doing pretty good, pretty good, pretty good um, Way up here north, we're a little bit more independent than the rest of the state And yeah, we've got Minor Street shut down Which is the main old town business And uh, But people are in the park and they're doing their thing, you know Just exercising, hanging out on picnic tables. Uh, a lot of life is kind of normal. Uh, some businesses are shutting down, but I'm wondering if we're taking a turn. Oh, by the way, I did a study on uh, the infections of New York versus California. And you look at the population of, this is from obviously the census data, and then the CDC, this is actually a couple of weeks old, but at the time, There's an 18 times difference. New York has infected 18 times more per million people than California. It's really strange. Um, But you take the number of cases divided by 18.9 million, that's New York versus California. Number of cases divided by 39 million. And the cases per million is 18 times more in New York. That's just a little odd. I was watching a doctor's video on his report, uh, a theory, if you will, a theory that we may already have had corona. And last week you talked about it was possibly uh, the corona was here months before. The first reported case was November 17th. I looked that up. But you're indicating that it was here months before. What's well, possible, it could have come uh, to Southern Cal. In, in Disneyland, where there's lots of people in August, September, October, we did have record flu season this fall, normal They thought it was a normal flu, what different uh, flu you know influenza A, B, what have you. But it was record numbers, and it was a lot stronger and a lot harder for people to get over. a lot more people in the hospital, this before corona was really anything. So it's possible, this one doctor is postulating, that there was a herd immunity in California. Other factors, California is pretty spread out. L.A. is pretty spread out versus New York, skyscrapers everywhere. But there's a number of factors. But if, listen, I'm just saying if, okay, all sorts of theories and ideas out there, and you have to research more, time will tell. But if there's a herd immunity in California, naturally developed and then New York was 18 times more Um, if people are getting herd immunity then somebody somebody's going to have to be held to account for all the fear and so that's just you know that'll come out in a while this doctor's asking CDC to do a study on it anyway so I wanted to get to our guest which has some other ideas and there are just a number of ideas I mean some people are anywhere from, uh, oh, it's just a virus. We'll get over it tomorrow, or it'll pass in a few months. Everything will go back to normal to Bill Gates wants us all to get vaccinated with the mark of the beast and the world's ending tomorrow. So any, all sorts of theories all in between. But there's some other interesting things, and that's why I wanted to bring uh, Deb Laws on. That's, that's Deb Laws, Deb Law, blah, blah no, Deb Laws. <laughs> Sorry Deb I don't mean Deb blah 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 I mean Deb Laws Okay I'm teasing her Anyway she's really sharp She re- she did a uh, gun rally Organized a big gun rally in Florida And she's done a number of um, Freedom things Things that patriots do And uh, she's really sharp on a number of things And I've got friends who are kind of Ahead of the curve and they tell me what's going on What's really going on Um So, she has some interesting things that she should present. uh, What could be going on, particularly with QAnon, the 100,000 plus sealed indictments, Trump running on the claim to clean, to drain the swamp. Um, Epstein, that's pretty high up on the chain of command as far as the corruption network and what they call it, Orgy Island, where they're blackmailing congressmen and high level people. So, you know, Trump has been doing things, and nationally there have been a number of. It's like the green light was given by the Trump administration to go ahead and round up these, these pedophile rings. And I remember when Susan was on, she's also from Florida, she said they rounded up a bunch of people in Florida. There was a raid I read right about in uh, Southern Cal, pedophile rings. So anyway, um, and, and Liz Krogan came out with a m- uh, recent movie that's really gone uh, very well. I can't remember the name of it right now. I'll look it up and tell you later, but that's, that's taken off, explaining what's really going on. So anyway, um, yeah, with that, I just wanted to turn it over to Deb. Um, you're going to catch how sharp she is. She's pretty well-researched. She put some things together for references. I'll get to you there, Robert. And um, let's hear what, when she, hear what she has to say. So turn it over to Deb, I guess. That is everybody. Did my phone go dead?
2: No, I'm sorry. I'm I'm I, I muted myself. <laughs> um, yeah, there's. Um, yeah, real quick, there is a, uh, and I'm, I'm going to bring in depth. There is the, the audio that Suzette sent to me. It's a you know kind of a hot mic moment. It's only a minute, so let let me give an opportunity uh, to play that, uh, and if the audio is not going on, I'll tweak some things and, and, and work it. Um, but give me a moment to keep that up. It's only a minute long, then we'll bring Deb in because I want to get this, uh, you know, get this reported.
1: All right, man. Where you going, man? Smashed, uh, the, uh... Case for rates like 0.1 to, to 0.342. You have that That's USC, everybody here at this doctorate today, USC and LA County Public Health come out with a study that they found that there are 7,000 cases in California, but they didn't really believe that there are anywhere close to 121,000, 442,000 people who were infected. Really? Yeah. So that makes it 0.1, to 0.3. Okay so it's just case talent. Well, it's the right one. Oh, the host. I don't
3: you
2: supposed And how is the audio? though? that we got be able to hear
5: that? Uh, negative, Robert. Not really well. No. Re- uh, okay. Well, can we'll you go repeat, ahead.
2: Can, and, you
6: repeat, can you repeat some of the finer points? What What was just played?
2: Well, basically, here what I'll do real quick is I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna mute it and I'm gonna read. They said they were talking slow enough
6: to. uh
2: and this was a hot mic. This is when people were setting up for the uh, a briefing. There was a hot mic at a White House briefing. We weren't supposed to hear that. And I'm just going to mute uh, what they said, um, mute it, and I'm just going to repeat what they said again. They said it to – and I'll change my voice a little bit because it's two different people, okay, Uh, so maybe you can kind of help that. And maybe I'll try to key it up uh, better later um, if we have some time later in the show. But it's starting off, they're setting up, and, you know, these two guys are greeting each other. And then one says, you can take off your mask. The case mortality rate is like 0.1 to 0.3. Is it really? That's reassuring. Everybody has been vaccinated anyway. It says USC and L.A. County Public Health came out with a study. They found that there were 7,000 cases in California. But they really believe that there were anywhere between 221,000 and 442,000 people who have been infected. Really? Yeah. That makes it like 0.1 to 0.3%. Yeah. So that's a study where that came out, or yeah, it just came out today. So it suggests that the case mortality rate is about a tenth of what it seems to be. Whoa. And then it says, so it was a hoax? No, I don't believe it was a hoax. And then they they said something like, um, you know, they asked if the whole thing was, you know, this whole thing was a hoax. But I'll I'll try to keep that up uh, later. Uh, you know, you know, where it's better because at that point I was just trying to get it through my Bluetooth, and I guess it didn't uh, work out. But that's kind of the gist of it. But let's go ahead and uh, Deb Bud uh, Delayed uh nine oh nine. We'll get you into the the shell. Probably bring you in, get um, in the green room in a little bit. So let's go ahead and bring uh, our guest in uh, to, to discuss. You know, is there something else uh, behind the shutdown that is beyond the coronavirus? Of course, we think this political. Uh, nonsense behind it, as well as you know about the election. But is there something else? So Deb, um, you gave us an interesting theory a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I'd like to be able to get some more detail. You know, give us a synopsis, and then give us more details of, of what your, your, your theory is. Because the, I was telling Kelly uh, just last week that, and I do have your mic on. Is that the, the longer this goes on, the longer I'm wondering, and especially when we hear that maybe the shutdown wasn't. Uh, may not have been necessary because remember they were talking about well we need the shutdown to flatten the curve so hospitals are inundated and, and not be able to uh, function well that's passed so if that's passed why are we still keeping the, a, a shutdown uh, so go ahead dad can you hear me yes I can hear you
0: okay some things to look at the logic of in the shutdown, first of all, the way they've done the stores that were open 24 hours, lowering them to 10 hours, but the same number of people have to get in and out, that concentrates (laughs) and gives you more exposure. It is not a protection. Fifteen people allowed on a bus at a time only hinders and discourages people from going places because they're not doing any cleaning between dropping off and picking up. So how is that helping? This new plexiglass, which I wish I had invested in, that is popping up everywhere, is doing nothing. If you cover up three-quarters of the window at a drive-thru, but I hand you my nasty debit card and money, what good is that? None. It's just a piece of plexiglass Velcroed up there. There's all this show and tell, but it's it's not doing anything. Why would you um, close the churches and close the parks, but leave, you know, everybody going into these stores at the same time in mass crowds. Now, in our grocery stores, they have one way. You're allowed to go down the aisles this way, or only in this direction, like that's doing something. All this activity to drive home the point that we're in danger, but none of this activity does anything to, to make us safer, really nothing that I'm seeing. But in the background, the stuff that people are not noticing is the way that the Treasury absorbed the Federal um, <clears throat> Reserve. People have not noticed that. It did get mentioned, but it got mentioned quickly and moved past in the news. Um, the trade agreement we made with India, where they gotta kind of pay us in gold, hello? You know? um, we have all these things happening too. Um, You don't see the seal on the president's podium inside the White House anymore, and the seal with the flag on it is gone. Well, the flag with the seal on it is gone. Little things that all add up to something. So, yes, there's definitely more going on here than a virus. And when you die in a car accident and you're tested afterwards and you've got antibodies that test positive, your death is claimed COVID-19. Not the car accident you just got into and were beheaded by. They're, the numbers are going up and down and up and down and you can't make sense of any of them. Pulling off some sort of a hoax it's called surviving in chaos. Because you're creating chaos no one can make any sense out of and you survive in it while you're doing it. And I, that's what we're seeing. The first tests we got, everybody was testing positive that got the flu shot last year. The new test that we have... If you've gotten any of the last five flus or a common cold, you're going to test positive for the antibodies, even if you've had no illness, no symptoms. So basically, before this is over with, if everyone's tested, everyone's going to test positive. I saw a joke today that came out that said, the new symptom of COVID-19 is blinking your eyes. <laughs> you know, um, I'm not seeing this as um, a legit threat. I'm seeing it as a control method. Um, I became a prepper and a survivalist due to being told for several years what it was going to look like the day Global Economic Monetary Reset happened because everyone around the world was going to go nuts when they found out money isn't worth anything anymore and there was going to be a reset. But the reset would take a long time to get ready and roll out. And during that time – You wouldn't know if your law enforcement would show up for work because they don't know if they're getting paid, all sorts of chaos. Instead, what we're seeing is they've lowered the amount of money in circulation by lowering the amount that the banks are allowed to keep on hand. They're lowering the amount people are allowed to withdraw from their own accounts. They've stopped giving cash back at a lot of places. Everyone's been sent home where they can't make any money. They're being given money to stock up and prep up. And don't pay your rent. Don't pay your electric bill. Everything will be fine. Um, there, There is definitely more to this than, you know, we're protecting you from a virus that really – does anyone here on, on this panel here know anyone who's sick or died for real? I can't find anyone.
2: Well, I've been I've looking for – uh, Well, actually I heard of just one person, a, uh, a a nephew-in-law of mine who was recently tested for it because, I mean, he does sound like he's got a lot of the um, – the symptoms uh and I guess we we're gonna find out actually tomorrow or Friday whether he was uh you know, positive no he lives in Colorado, so it's not like somebody i've I've been around or know, but uh that that's somebody who then that would be the first person that I would know who actually you know would have been diagnosed with it but
5: yeah go
0: I've
5: got personally as well, I'm sorry. I also don't know anyone personally, uh, or even uh, have any family or friends that know anyone personally who has died from the disease. Oh, no,
2: yeah, not I, I, do I know, know three, three people
5: Yeah,
0: uh, well, I do I know, know three some. people working in ERs that are long-time workers in, in healthcare. Two of them are head of nursing in their hospitals, and they're being told that basically everything is diagnosed as this except murders. That's it. Death certificates, but if you notice all the other things people get diagnosed with, the numbers are going down to zero because no one's getting diagnosed with what they're actually sick with. They diagnosed 10 cases here in our town and then retracted them. They did that on a Friday and then retracted them on a Monday. That's creating chaos keep everybody confused because no one knows what's really going on. And as long as you're doing that, you're also creating fear and you can control people better. But I don't know anyone in quarantine either. No one. But um, if the monetary reset is what is happening, what they're doing is actually a good thing because if it's figured out across the globe that that's what's happening, you're going to have chaos. You're going to have people go nuts because while they're not going to have to pay their mortgages and they'll be able to get their titles, they're also going to lose their 401K. Going to zero means going to zero, starting over. So – this virus is actually quite brilliant in that regard because it's got everybody calming at home. Everybody's getting paid to survive and feed themselves and take care of business at home here where I am, even though there is the 24 hour lockdown, only go out, you know, for essentials, pretty much everyone's doing what they want to do. And even if you're out after curfew, they don't bother you. It's just a, um, a thing in the air, so to speak, but you know no harsh enforcement but If we start having these marches and these protests about it, you can bet we're all going to get locked down solid and hard. They've got to have this time that they're using right now to work in the background to make things better down the road. They can't do that with all of us out shopping and keeping the economy where the money has to be in circulation, that they are pulling out to replace.
6: So, you're, so, what, you're yeah, so tell about us. About about,
2: Go ahead, Kelly. You're
6: talking, about mon- uh, Deb. What you're talking about is a monetary reset. One thing. The other possibility could be draining the swamp in the background with people getting rounded up because <clears throat> under this idea. Under this idea, the if you round up, okay, I'm just going to throw out some high-level names here, all right? If Hillary has committed treason, and by the way, Q, the Q post, they put up a bunch of federal statutes, 18 USC, touch and touch statutes. So there's about six or seven of them for treason. There's also a misprision of treason where if you knew of treason and you did not report it, that is treason in and of itself. It's called misprision of treason. There's also misprision of a felony, where if someone's committed a federal felony, you don't report it. You have committed a, a felony as well. Anyway, so if he was putting these out as warnings, again, Epstein was arrested. Other people, by the way, Biden's getting, having his problems with uh, sexual allegations again. And of course, uh, Mainstream media is dead silent, except for Fox. But anyway, so if you have these high-level people who've committed treason and crimes and pedophilia and all sorts of weird, wacky stuff, and they get rounded up and they get put in uh, Gitmo or Guantanamo Bay, which, by the way, is major, majorly expanded and renovated, one of the first things Trump did when he was in office. So if you round up… Uh let just you know, Obama, Eric Holder, Loretta Lynch, uh Hillary Bill as well, um, other high level players and my get feeling if this happens, there's gonna be Republicans getting rounded up as well. Um and others, yeah, in two thousand thirteen uh California State House Senator Leland Yee was indicted by a federal grand jury for trafficking arms illegally he was he was a pro or he was not a sec he was he was a gun grabber, but he was peddling illegal arms, and it's possible there have been jihadi cells and other gangsters, gangster cells uh, waiting to spring and uh, do serious damage to the United States uh, at present, and so it's possible. Well, I'll, I'll let I'll let uh, Deb explain the rest of the theory um, for rounding up these people and how to keep the American public quiet if this does happen.
2: Okay, while well, she's well, in the green room, area code 863, I'll be just coming in and get the, your name. Go ahead, uh, Deb.
0: If you have 165,000 sealed indictments waiting, been collecting up for two years, while you – Double the size of Gitmo and remodel it when it's less than a tenth full at the time, and you move federal employment, human resources under the military, which changes um, what they answer to when they commit crimes to military tribunal, you're planning something. You're doing these things for a reason. Okay? Christmas. I saw Trump in a lineup doing a, a little media conference, and they were picking on him and, and, and being condescending and minimizing. He made the Q symbol with his hand and waved it in the air and said, "Do you know what that is? You will soon enough." And walked away. Recently, he was in an interview where he was wearing the flag Q pen on his lapel. Jr. was also in an interview wearing the same pen. Let's start following Q. My theory is Q is Julian the songs. That's my theory.
2: Well, but, real um, quick, um, two, yeah, two things. One, I actually do, if, if people are interested in the, the
4: – and I've been kind of
2: curious about the, the whole on thing, and I have uh, now, if we have time, because it is a 20-minute audio clip uh, that you can hear the, and actually see the video of it on the Bards Logic website at www.barslogic.com. PoliticalTalk.com. There is a video from Q&A. It's about 20 minute audio I have for tonight. If we get time to go to it, but yeah, I have been kind of curious about that. And uh, we do have Suzette coming on, and I'm gonna bring it back to you, Deb. But we do have Suzette coming on, and then we have Rick uh, coming on after that. So we will get you folks in the show. We have plenty of time. We got about two hours and 10 minutes left of the show, uh, being a three hour show. So there's certainly plenty of time to get everybody in. Uh, but go ahead, uh, Deb, and then we'll go from
0: there. If you're going to round these people up, and you need to, because if you don't, we end up right back where we are, you would have to also at the same time bring things to a slow crawl, same as for changing out with the reset. I can see all of these things happening at the same time. The one thing that I don't actually see any proof of is this freaking virus. I do see that as a wonderful control tool to keep them from having to actually declare a real martial law and having real riots and real looting i worry about some of these protests launching those types of things, triggering them. Because right now we do still have pretty good freedoms to get around and go about as long as we're not causing any problems. The fact that the higher crime areas, such as like Memphis, Tennessee, got curfew start times at 6 p.m. when they have all this shift work there in industry and factories should tell you it's not about a virus. It's about people control. But I do believe they are rounding people up on some of the high-profile people and, you know, the players, the whole deep state. But they've got to do it in such a way as to not have them helping each other once they're, you know, put, put in the crosshairs. They've got to kind of do them all together and keep them separated and then play them against each other. I'm not shocked at all that we're starting to see the sealed indictments go down. Someone's been picked up. We just don't know what's going on just yet.
6: Well, there's been a number of turnover in the Trump administration. He's fired a number of people. Andrew Jackson, when he was in the 1830s, he was like 18, I think 1828 to 1836. The money trust, that's what he called them. They were the banksters. Jackson, um, The banksters had gotten A federal reserve of its day It's called the Bank of America And they had gotten Their people into the federal government That Andrew Jackson fired One third of the federal government Because it was hostile forces In the government So Trump Has had to remove a number of people Probably smartly And I said this early on Trump might be brilliant To keep the deep state operatives in to find out all of their connections, you know, through our intel system. Um, the deep state was trying to use against the American people. Trump may have turned it on them. Hired the deep state people, like more recently Fauci, um, who went and blasted uh, Trump on MS or was it MSNBC, and Trump took him aside and said, "Dude, you do not do that again.
4: We have to work together."
6: You know. Anyway. So you're building names, contacts, lists. You're getting plea bargain deals, so people will rat out on higher ups. When you again, when you get to Epstein, you're pretty high up on the totem pole of the chain of command. And so, I, I didn't realize Trump had supported Q so much, but crowd control. What will if if this is going to happen? And high-level people, even Joe Biden, if he was taken out, what would Antifa do? What would um, Occupy do? What would the left do? And, yes, there's going to be some Republicans getting uh, taken down. But how would the American people respond if their heroes are arrested and tried by a military tribunal? Um, so, Deb, you want to keep going on that some more?
0: I hadn't put a lot of thought into that. That wasn't ever brought up when we were um, anticipating reset. But now that you bring it up, yeah, the left is going to pitch a fit about you know people that they worship and believe, no matter what they're told, said, or what comes out to be real. Um, the thing is, they've got the National Guard in place already in some places. They're gearing up for a round two of this virus. That's going to bring in some more. These protests and um, demonstrations about freedom are going to bring in more. They'll get what they need in place so that if these things occur and there is a backlash from it from the public, they already got their people in place to lock it down quick. This virus was brilliant in this setting if you look at it that way.
2: So
4: Let's go ahead
2: and yeah, let me go ahead and yeah, let me go ahead and get well, real, real quick, Kelly, and save that thought because I'm going to bring in Suzette and I'm going to bring in Rick, and then we'll bring things around again. We got plenty of time, and yeah, I mean, maybe that plays into you know what we're talking about, where there's more about you know Russian Russia uh, Spygate indictments that are coming out, um, you know, I, you know, there's. Things going with Adam Schiff, we're, we're going to hopefully get to those uh, as well tonight. But let's go ahead and again, we're going to bring it back to you, Kev. Let's go ahead and bring in uh, Suzette, and then we got Rick. Uh, but go ahead, Suzette, uh, how are you? Good evening, thank you
7: for taking my call. I hope everybody's well. You're welcome. <laughs> um, my thoughts on that uh, reset, well. I can't really say it is or it isn't. I know that, um, you know, as far as our Federal Reserve goes, you know, they're buying out the the bonds um, because nobody else wants them. (laughs) So, unfortunately, we're having to hang on to those. But um, as far as the protests and all that was just talked about and Q, there's only one thing with that. You have Judicial Watch that um, will have Hillary Clinton in court testifying. The court had agreed or basically ordered it. They were doing um, testimony as far as her written testimony. She, they would ask questions on paper. She would return it. And the judge finally said, no, that's not going to work because they can't cross-examine you. They can't ask you questions. And most of everything you wrote down was, I don't recall. So they need to have that opportunity to question you in person. So, and that's with the Benghazi and email server and all of that. So, um, I think that having a tribunal court and, you know, that people are talking about, there has to be actual charges charged for first indictments. It's just, I don't know, I used to follow Q and recently, somewhat recently, you know, I've been checking things out and I'm just not sure anymore because, I'm hearing people talking about they're, they were trying to figure out this three days of darkness that was going to happen. And so they took, they were trying to figure that out. So they took uh, DJT and they said, okay, so D is the fourth number in the alphabet. So that must be March. And then, uh, <laughs> let's see, DJ. So J was 20, the 20th uh, letter in the alphabet. And then T, so, but then they were wrong. So they decoded that incorrectly. So they were still trying to figure out uh, when all this is going to go down. Uh, but <laughs> but I don't know where they're getting this from as far as when it's supposed to go down. There's just so many things that are involved. There's so many moving parts. And because of the amount of moving parts, um, you know, you have people that go with those moving parts. And I think as far as Leland um, Yi with the gun running that he did here in California, <clears throat> he got slapped on the wrist. I looked that up. And they... Um, charged him with campaign violation uh, laws instead of the gun running laws. <laughs> he was dead, he was caught, busted, cold, right there, you know. But what did they charge him with? Campaign violations, you know. So <laughs> that was a big disappointment. I mean, he's going to be out, I think he got, what, four or five years and that's it. Um, well, there's just a lot of people that should have gone already, but the DOJ decided not to take the cases. Uh, because they don't think that they can win them. And that's because at the time, uh, Hillary, or anybody else for that matter, um, let's say James Comey or or uh, what's the other one, McCabe, um, because there were leftist judges that were on the stand. And so there was already one person that they didn't commit as far as um, the jury was leftist and they didn't, uh, you know, find him guilty and so they figured, well, why even bother wasting the taxpayer dollars? Let's see if we can tie him into something else with this uh, big debacle. Because you also have to remember that, you know, I don't even trust Barr. He seems like a good enough guy. But these guys, do, he's also said that he's good friends with Comey and his wife, McCabe and his wife. They go out to dinner. You really think that these guys are really going to, I mean, they all know each other. They've been working with each other for years in different agencies. And they're really going to turn around and say, okay, I'm arresting you. You're a bad guy. I'm just as bad, but you're bad, you're worse, and I have the power. So let's um, run into your tribunal and put you away. I mean, how are you going to explain that to the wives? <laughs> I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so negative. But there's just too many bad actors out there, and they go across the United States and all these agencies, and, and, and then some. And all, they're all good friends, and they have been for years. <laughs> so,
2: anyway, but, that's you, yeah. I it. Well, if you ask me, and then we'll bring in Rick, if you ask me, uh, when Trump was elect, you know, was running for president, uh, I was touting that the person who um, – well, I think at least would have made – because I tell you what, I liked, I liked Ted Cruz. I liked him as a senator. I couldn't stand him as a presidential candidate. <laughs> I, I mean I liked him when he was in the I couldn't stand him when he was running for president, and I thought he would be a good uh, choice for AG myself. I mean, I think he, I yeah. think he would, um, and I still think I he would. Uh, um, yeah. Now I don't kind of like some of the ties that he's got with Goldman Sachs <laughs> and things of that nature, but um, yeah, I don't think he's got any ties to the. I to think come. he's
0: controlled but, opposition. I think he works for the other side. New Ted Cruz? Right. No, yeah. not Ted.
2: Well, I don't think Ted Cruz does. But go ahead.
7: I'm sorry.
2: Oh, you're talking about uh, well, I well, I well, I. I mean, remember who appointed Barr? I I think he's a deep stater myself. Um, I really do. I think he's a deep stater. Uh, let's go ahead and bring in Rick. Um, Rick, uh, thank you very much for the coming to the show. Uh, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Where are you calling from, Rick? I'm calling from Cummington, Florida. But all I wanted to talk about was the uh, Joe Biden thing. Because I don't – I I just find it weird how the media doesn't really
0: look at him because you know he's done wrong with all that uh, sexual type stuff. But, like,
2: no one, like,
0: even bats an eye at him. And when I molest, like, three little boys, everyone's finger at me. and like, oh, you're the bad
5: guy. Ooh, Zooey Mama.
2: What? Can you repeat what you just said? Yeah, he, he hung up. Uh, is it, okay, that guy was a troll. Okay. Yeah, that was interesting. he was a troll. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah he was a troll. Okay, when he said when he said what he just said, and uh, okay, and then he talked about Biden. Okay, I don't. Okay, yeah, and you know what? As soon as I as soon as I wait, he and here's the thing: he stayed on the line for that. He actually stayed yeah. on the line. I mean, he was on hold for like he was on hold for like fifteen minutes. The I mean, guy he was on, yeah, even longer even longer than that, maybe fifteen, twenty minutes. Yeah, because it was like when he got on, it was like fifty I don't know. When he went to chime in, it was like yeah, ten minutes, so it was probably five he probably held for for fifteen minutes just so he can do that. He he hung up. When I when I quite like, Can you repeat that? He hung up. So,
6: well he he did say uh, he what, did say that but he did say that Biden and his allegations of sexual misconduct are just blown off by the media. The last caller they just called up did point that out.
2: Well, he said that because, but yeah, when I molested three boys or something, and I was like, well, Can I, you that's what pizza? I heard too, and
6: I thought that was strange. And, I, you know, maybe he meant to say if somebody molests three boys, everybody and their brothers on top of him, or this guy, I've never heard of this guy before, but. Maybe it slipped out what he said. Maybe he is a Tom Lester. Maybe he's not. But maybe I think what he meant to say, if somebody, somebody, anybody in the public, you saying there's two different sets of laws. That's what he's saying.
2: No. Oh, well, why did he hang up though? That's what that's what I was kind of confused about.
6: I don't know. I don't know. Odd.
2: I mean, he said we said when I. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, folks. I mean, did not he say when I? um Yes. Molested three boys, then everybody was after me or something. Did he say something like that?
5: He said
0: he, it and
2: he, he
5: accentuated it. Yeah. Affirmative, Robert. He did. I heard it loud and clear. Exact verbatim. Okay. Just, yeah. I'm think it was a
1: true.
5: Sick. Very mentally sick and needs a lot of help. Uh, and, and thought that uh, going on a show like this would do that. And then uh, he gives a bad name to all the people who are truly sick and really want help. Uh, But we have uh, a medical system that uh, can't even handle the volume of uh, people who are truly suffering from mental illnesses. So shame on him. He gives a bad name to everyone who truly is suffering from a different mental illness and and truly seeking help and not getting that help.
2: Well, and I think what he might be is – I mean I literally just posted like – well, 19 minutes ago I posted on – uh, Facebook, t- tonight's link, and he called shortly after I – not Facebook, on Twitter – shortly after that, and he, I guess he didn't like what I had to say there. <laughs> so, I don't know. I thought I thought that's what he said. Um,
3: well,
2: so I, <coughs> excuse me. So I certainly apologize for that. Then I was like, what did you say? And then he, then he hung up. So I okay. apologize for that, folks. Um, but uh, go ahead, Suzanne, again, you were – you want to finish up on something, then I want to bring Joseph in, you know, on a, a round table to comment on anything that Deb has, uh, you know, discussed.
5: Are you asking me, Robert?
2: Oh, i am suzette that. I, I thought you was finishing something else oh, before sorry. I Interrupted with that.
5: Sorry. Oh
7: okay. uh, No, I was finished. Thank you. <laughs>
2: Okay. No, go ahead, uh, Joseph. Was, uh see if you want to uh, add anything on to what uh, Deb would say, and then we'll bring it back to Kelly and Deb, and then I've uh, got some more, of course, we'll, uh, we'll cover. Go ahead.
5: Uh. Hey, uh, Deb. Uh, my name is Joseph. I'm a longtime uh, uh, caller on the show. I want to say, finally, somebody who knows what they are talking about. Um, I couldn't agree with you more on basically everything you have stated. Uh, and I'm hearing it more and more from friends and family in different places of the country, colleagues, ex-co-workers, social media, even all the protests that are erupting in different states. You know, how does a pandemic or COVID-19 shut down our country, which not even World War II or the Civil War did that, Uh Where more people have died from influenza, more people every year die from the flu, uh, and more people globally die from Ebola uh, is just unfathomable. And I'm talking to people that are so sick and tired that they're at the point where uh, they don't care anymore whether they're liberal, conservative, libertarian. that's out the window because when the pain and suffering starts to hurt the wallet of the family, uh, I think then all um, beliefs uh, and ideology go out the window and reality just hits and it's like I'm not going to be able to pay my rent. My house is going to be foreclosed on. I don't know if I can have uh, to put food on the table for the week. Uh, My kids are not going to be able to uh, finish school this year. Or, Or as Robert pointed out, the travesty, as I've been saying for many weeks on the show, is that uh, this uh, younger generation is going to pay for our sins, as previous generations has paid for the sins of our predecessors. His daughter, unfortunately, who uh, has worked really hard uh, to get to the uh, college, now that's, that's all canceled. Uh, everything is on hold. And all these different sources of information coming left and right, it's just scaring people because right now what I'm, what I'm hearing that from a lot of people that I personally know is, Joe, I don't know what to believe anymore. My head is spinning. I, I'm hearing 9 million different scenarios or possibilities, but the one thing I know is I don't, I'm not going to cover my rent next month. I don't know what to do. Or I'm not going to be able to pay my mortgage. I've been paying my house for 10 years. Or I, I don't have enough money to, to pay the electric bill. What, what am I going to do? And, uh, you know, as this continues to go on, uh, you know, I think President Trump has done a tremendous job as president for three years. And Robert and many people on the show can attest, I have never been a fan of President Trump. However, this is his moment to rise. Now, this is the ultimate litmus test to really determine, is he everything that he couch that he is or everything that he's done for the past three years is the ultimate litmus test is not not how you respond in the good but how you can handle the pressure in the bad and the ugly and right now president trump for the first time is in the bad and the ugly he's in the worst crisis in our nation's history and right now he's not doing good at all handling it because he keeps on capitulating you know, one day he goes yep. out there, Deb, and yep. he says that, uh, I think you could agree with me, Robert. One day he goes out there and he says if he has to step in and the certain governors of the states decide that they're going to extend this uh, shutdown uh, and it's unconstitutional, he'll step in. And then yesterday he and today he walks that back and he capitulates and he refers to the governor of Georgia. Oh, and my saying, God, Isn't
3: it Joseph,
2: he really became a, you know what? Maybe he's really becoming a Republican. Go ahead.
5: <laughs> uh, I couldn't
3: help myself fortunate.
5: No, 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 you know, valid, valid point Because uh, he ran as a Republican, he got elected as a Republican But in reality, he's a populist But today, right. he, he's uh, criticizing the governor of Georgia Not agreeing that he should be reopening the country this er- this soon but then he took completely capitulates by saying, but I'm going to let the governors do what, they're going to, what they want to do. So what is it, Trump? You know, one day it's this, one day you're going to step in if need be, and one day you're not. Which is it and which is not? What I have noticed, Deb, uh, is I think that he's allowed too many people, too many birdies in the years to influence him. And what makes an extraordinary true leader, in my opinion— and why there are only five presidents I can say will go down in history as the greatest presidents in our over 200 years of history, which is a, a very sh- a sad number, That I only have five that I would name, uh, if I could name off the bat, um, is because they had the ability to be able to surround themselves by the best counsel, but still, based on that, they'll be able to make their own determination without having to rely on that. Because the moment you start relying on your advisors to influence you, or you could be easily influenced, you just become another Jimmy Carter, another Barack Obama, another Richard Nixon, another LBJ, um, you know, uh, another George I agree w. with you but completely at, about that. Different at, at, for Trump.
0: Go ahead. I'm sorry.
5: And uh, one more thing and then I'll I'll go back to you, Deb. So right at this point, you know, it's not about me liking Trump or not liking Trump. It's about calling it down the line from what I see, judging him on his record. Because this is not about anything personal. And right now, he needs to really change the course and change the course quick. This is his most important time of his presidency. Now we can really judge, is he the real leader of the free world? Is how he responds in this crisis? And so far, it's been very wishy-washy. And let me tell you something, many people are not going to stand for it too long. The demonstrations that I mentioned earlier in the show in the States are only going to ratchet up. Uh, The mayor, Deb, of of Honolulu has extended the stay-at-home order till May 31st. So this is not going to work if our president does not start quickly to intervene, and he needs to stop allowing his advisors to orchestrate him like a puppet. And he has delineated from that. In the first three years, he pretty much stood on his own two legs. Right now, he's letting Fauci and Burks run the show. And before I go back to you, uh, Deb, and defer back to you, Robert, I think you will agree, Fauci is not the best person to be surrounded by. Uh, I personally uh, don't agree. I think the first thing he should have did on day one is he should have eliminated every single Obama holdover. That's just common sense. Conflict of interest. He Uh, should have Obama holdovers whatsoever, when he uh, created the Coronavirus Task Force, how are you going to put Dr. Fauci, the main person on there, who is is a conflict of interest, because he is associated with other uh, administrations, including the prior administration, the Obama administration. And as Debbie, uh, you know, um, also pointed out, um, uh, you know, Barr, you know, his influence also in in having conflicts of interest by having personal relationships with James Comey, which I, Deb, I didn't even know until you brought that up. So now that makes me even wonder what the hell is Trump thinking? Who is he surrounding himself with? He should know better. He should be surrounding himself with everyone who, who is completely independent and has no ties or conflicts of interest with any of our enemies. And I'll defer back to you, Robert, and back to you, Deb. It's a pleasure to have you on the show and refreshing to have finally someone who can uh, see what really is going on and actually call it out for what it is. I commend you, Deb. We need more people to do that because let me tell you something. If we don't have more people calling out the truth, we're going to be in a lot of more trouble than we already are. And I'll go back to you, Deb, and back to you, Robert. Thank you. Uh, can I do
2: something? Yeah, I'm go ahead, Deb, if you want to bring uh, go yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead because we we haven't uh, heard from you a lot. Does that go ahead and then I'll bring in Deb. Go ahead.
7: I just want to say it's it's not so much Trump. It's people that are fooling him. Whether there are people in his administrations that recommend, highly recommend, talk most about people that he needs to put in certain positions, and also the fact that you have people that have been in the government, and maybe have just left the Obama post, but um, have an R behind their name and play up to Trump. They read something in the newspaper that this person said that they, they want to get rid of the Federal Reserve and they want to do this and his recent chair to the IMF, uh, the president now um, that he nominated, was all of that and now he's all with the UN and reversing course completely and you know talking about funding uh, Africa and all these other uh, green energy um, you know agendas and so I was like, wow, that was a 360, I mean, yikes what happened, you know, that this guy did that so he could get in that job so that he could do what he needed to do? And that is just disgusting.
5: Debbie, I, com- I just okay. want to say one more thing. I completely agree with you. As sad, sad as it may seem, sadly, I completely agree with you and completely agree with that statement. I'll defer back to you.
2: Yeah, okay. why hasn't um, Trump pardoned Rogers? Go ahead, Deb. But one, one question, we're not going to go it a lot of it because I want to bring this up is because it, this is happening at the reminder sitting two weeks. And why hasn't he pardoned Roger Stone yet? Because, I mean, you've got all these people who are being released from prison, you know, who are actually in prison. They're releasing them for their. Uh, and these are probably young men, right? You know, or younger men, younger than Roger Stone, at least, and they're getting ready to put him in prison. And, you know, in his health condition, his age, with the coronavirus thing going on, and two, you know, in the next two weeks, well, why isn't Trump uh, pardoning him yet? But you know, that, that's another thing I, I don't get um, with Trump. I mean, I mean, certainly he's better than Biden or anything the Democrats have. But I mean, what's going on with that? We well, go ahead. Deb.
0: I've wondered about that myself, and I'm, I'm not so sure it's not going to happen. I think it's a timing thing more than anything else because he catches so much flack about doing the right thing. A lot of people would see that as cronyism and this and that, and I I just don't know if it's a timing thing or what exactly. But Stone definitely got railroaded, no doubt about it.
8: Mm -hmm.
0: But um, I want to say too I agree with uh, Suzette that uh, what's different with Trump and the five presidents from before – is he's got a lot of deceivers around him that have been there for five presidents. They're supposed to be top at their game. You know, you, you've know. got the World Health Organization. Um, I believe Fauci's been there for five presidents. Um, he had no reason right off the bat to distrust these people, but he's giving them the rope to hang themselves with, and they're doing a very good job of it. Because they're retracting what they said from week to week and changing everything day to day, mm-hmm. they're showing they're no experts at anything but creating chaos. Um, I
7: agree with you, Deb, on that I do, and I think, and I right. think Trump
0: yep. is smart enough to allow this to happen while he's complimentary and cordial, keep handing on the rope. <laughs> you know he's pretty good at setting people up to screw themselves, you know, like uh one of the uh union addresses he um Leaked a speech to see who would leak it, and then gave a completely different speech. So the Democrats showed up to answer something, things that were never mentioned. <laughs> it looked really dumb for it, but he got to find out who was leaking. You know, he does things like that that no one expects. <laughs> I think one time they left a cell phone with some uh, dated texts on them to see who would pick it up and leak it, and they found someone that way. You know. <laughs> It's out-of-the-box type playing, but he doesn't know who he can trust and who he can't.
3: That's so there's
0: constant changes, and, and, yeah, that's why it, sometimes it looks like he's kind of faltering around. And I'm surprised the man's not completely paranoid with what's going on in, in D.C. But um, he's doing a pretty good job of cleaning house little by little with you know, one tactic after another, and I think he's going to have a big clean sleep happen here soon. You just well, don't do well, the thing- things he's done.
2: Well, one thing I've pointed out is, you know, and I said this weeks ago, and I hope this still stands, but after seeing some things recently, I am, speaking of faltering, I am starting to falter in my belief that this could end up being uh, Trump's finest hour. Yeah, you know, I the timeline I've always thought about. You know, really, I mean, I want to see this thing done as quick as for so many reasons. But I mean, the thing that's going to really cause me more, even more concern, if this thing goes through July, because that's when the election really ramps up, and that's going to then they're really going to push for that mail-in voting. But but you're talking about Trump setting people up now. Maybe this is part of it. You know, and I think he's really good at, and I think he's been really good in having the Democrats and the media expose themselves for who they really are, and perhaps this article I got here, um, again, this is from the, the, the website, the Logic Newsroom, in, in a way to help the, to have the Democrats uh, to expose themselves. As, as this article here says, uh, McConnell and McCarthy on Democrats' lapse in the Paycheck Protection Program, this did not have to happen. Uh, the Small Business Administration, and the Department of Treasury report that the Paycheck Protection Program will exhaust its funding in a matter of hours. And this article is on the 15th of of April, so it's about a week old, though, a uh, matter of hours. It will have to stop accepting applications for job-saving loans, and of course they passed this uh, recently, but they did still, the Democrats still hold things off. But the Democrats have to spend uh, – have spent days blocking emergency funding for Americans' paychecks, and now the bipartisan program has run dry. This did not have to happen. Republicans have been sounding an alarm for more than a week. Last Thursday, Senate Republicans tried to a narrow and clean bill that it would have simply put more money into the critical program without changing any of the underlying policies that passed the Senate and the House unanimously. Democrats blocked it. Even as the program is saving millions of American jobs, Speaker Pelosi uh, has uh, said she sees no data as to why we need it or need to keep funding it. Uh, As it has been stunning to watch our Democrat colleagues treat emergency funding for Americans' paychecks like a Republican priority, which they need to be goaded into supporting, funding a bipartisan program should not be a partisan issue. This notion <coughs> – excuse me – the notion that crucial help for worker, working people is not appealing enough to Democrats without other additions send a strange message about their priorities. The cost of continued Democratic obstruction will be pink slips and shuttered businesses. We hope Democrats see reason soon and finally hear Republicans' repeated calls for funding a bill that can quickly earn unanimous consent from all 100 senators that become law. <coughs> now again, excuse me. Uh, it has been you know, passed since then, but they did hold off. Now, one of the things I wish I did have more information on because the Democrats are, are, are saying that the reason they held it off because they wanted money not only for the businesses, but they wanted money to go for testing and for hospitals and things of that nature, which strangely enough, hospitals are actually – and like nurses – they're having a hard time with employment too because people can't go in there for elective surgeries, or people like me, I can't go in to uh, get my blood pressure checked, things of that nature, you know, by a professional instead of me at home. You know, so we can't – I mean we can't even go in to have those types of things checked out, and so even that's hurting them. Now, one thing I, you, you mentioned, Deb. Uh, I want to bring this back to you because I was hoping to be able to get some more elaboration if we have it um, on if this is to, uh, you know, change our monetary system. Um, and, and I've heard actually when you've heard people on the uh, on the show that are talking about the possibility of a new monetary system that, that needs to be more of a and. and you know, we've had people from the Larouche pack uh, talk about this, but I don't know if it's the same system you're discussing. But when you say they're trying to, they're going to change the monetary system. Uh, what system are you referring them changing to?
0: Globally. That's why this is a pandemic, or a plandemic.
8: <laughs> That's hey, it's pandemic. A pandemic <laughs> There you go. <laughs>
0: um. It's not just us, and we're not the only ones that have to round up our corrupt. That's why it's taking time. You know, Italy's got to do it. You know, Everybody that's getting a clean slate's got to do it. I don't know what the time frame is going to be. I will say this. Um, someone brought up not being able to decode some of the things that um, Q puts out and trying to figure it out. There's a sh- there's a, um, a YouTube show called uh, Two by Two, I think, and they're openly talking about Reset on there. They're also – someone on that show that's a decoder found out that all of those little symbols and numbers at the beginning of the Q drops match up to one of the emails from the Hillary dump that Assange did. And once you take the dump from Q and match it up to that particular email, you can figure out exactly what the Q drop means. It's not so much of a riddle. Uh, that
6: would that would be uh, Deb. That would, <clears throat> sorry, X twenty two, the X twenty two report with date. Yeah, yeah, and he's. I listened to a couple today. <coughs> sorry, I'm a little um, frog in my throat. Um. What did the frog say to the other frog? There's a man in my throat. Okay. Anyway, um, so X22 report. Yeah, he's got a whole bunch of these, and he's been following Hugh from the very beginning. And um, you look at some things that happened. Uh, Trump has a whole bunch of judges appointed, federal judge, because Obama didn't do that, thinking Hillary would appoint them. Big blunder. Um, the, um, but the the. Q-drop, the, the – the oh, yeah, the chair. The chairs uh, – not just the chairs. The board members of the Federal Reserve, Obama didn't replace those either. So Trump is replacing that, and there's a Q-drop that says the patriots are in charge of the Federal Reserve. And the legislation that was passed in the stimulus indicates that the Federal Reserve of old has been changed the positive, which is very good because the Federal Reserve is just wicked. Um, it's not federal. There is no reserve. Look it up in the blue section of your phone book. You won't find Federal Reserve the private corporation. Okay, but um, – so yeah, there's uh, – X-22 is, is, what, is what you're talking about there, Deb. Right. Yeah,
0: if you and, check and some so of those, well, you will go – ahead, Go ahead, Deb. If you check some of those, you're going to um, see some economists openly talking about reset and what it means and how it's going to go down and how it's happening and what they see around the world that's part of it. You will see how to decode the Q drops to match up to the emails from the Hillary dump and how to make those make sense. Um, those are just some interesting things that I ran across this past week. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I'll well, up. I do
2: have a well, I do have an audio um, that I that I that I've seen again. This is on the website. I mean, it's kind of you know, it's a longer video. It is an audio. It's about twenty minutes, about nineteen and a half minutes. I normally don't play them that long, but I do have it if people are interested. Um again, I've been kind of curious, you know, about this whole Q, you know, thing and on. I don't really know that much about it, um, but if you guys are interested, we we can have a part of the archive of. Uh, the show. I'll go ahead and play it. It's the guy talking, um, and he's doing his own analysis. And supposedly the guy who does, you know, analysis of what, you know, the cue drops as people put them. Um, it's interesting. He sounds a little dry, but I mean, if, if folks are open to it, I could go ahead and play that audio for you.
3: Sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you've got, yeah, if you guys want me to, to play it, okay. So what I'll do is. I'll go ahead and, because it's a longer one, and since it is a, when it's a longer audio, I'll mute folks' mics. And if, for those who aren't uh, familiar with Kielbing, mean, I'm not that familiar. Maybe this would kind of give you a flavor uh, of what it's about. It, it, it Maybe it's something I haven't heard as much about as I used to. It Used to be pretty, you know. It used to be a lot of a lot of stuff out there, um, but you know, I haven't heard you know or seen seen a lot either. It's mostly on. Uh, you know, Facebook, I see more about it on Facebook than Twitter, but, uh, oh gosh, I, you know, CNN, I tell you what, they just posted something on Twitter, uh, and it's got Don Lemonade, I mean Lemon,
1: Um, I just can't stand that guy,
2: but let's go ahead and uh, I'll get that uh, keyed up for us, um, so, boy, somebody had some uh, background noise going on there, but, but let's go ahead and just kind of give us a flavor of... um. You know what people are talking about when they talk about Q and I. I know a lot of people out there probably pretty curious about it.
9: Are ready. If you're looking for some information on Q's operation, you might want to check out my book Calm Before the Storm. It has 17 chapters that cover some of the basic themes that Q has discussed in the first uh, 2 or 3 months of his operation. There's also a glossary at the back that discusses the most common abbreviations, acronyms, and terms uh, that Q uses. So you can pick that up at Barnes & Noble or Amazon. Now let's get into the decodes today. John Solomon explained to Lou Dobbs last night that a handful of indictments related to Spygate may be unsealed soon. I'll let you listen to this video.
10: And we have been talking about, we have not been talking about the wrong things. But our leadership in Washington has been talking about the wrong things and beating us pablum when, in point of fact, they are refusing to bring these people to justice. And I I say refusing. This is outrageous that we're having this discussion in 2020. Uh, It's just outrageous. We're talking about four years ago. Yeah, no, it's taken a very long time. And part of the reason is the FBI and the intelligence community are very good at obfuscating and hiding the truth, whether they redact things, claim they're classified, falsified documents, which they did in this case. They have done a good job. But I will say this. There is some fairly significant evidence at this very moment, this week, the last couple of weeks, Lou, that there is some criminal investigative activity that I think will result in some actions coming out soon. It's not going to be a lot. Don't expect 10 or 12 indictments. But there could be a handful of indictments and much more information. And I think one very important thing, the FBI had, had something right. There was a campaign that was taking Russian information and trying to influence the election. It just wasn't Donald Trump's campaign, it was Hillary Clinton through the person of Christopher Steele and his Russian informants. Um, that has to be resolved. And, and one of the we documents that are still sitting out there unchallenged, the intelligence assessment. We said, our intelligence committee said that uh, the Russians were trying to help Trump win Hillary lose. that does not appear to be the case from the new body of evidence.
9: And Q posted a link to the tweet by Lou Dobbs and wrote this. We have the Punisher skull here image. Uh, we are ready, set one in brackets, mission good, Q. So what the heck does that mean? Well, in November of 2017, uh, this is in the first week that Q was posting, He told Anons, when big news drops, please reread the entire graphic. At that point, uh, the Anons were compiling all of his posts into a single graphic, which Q would call the map. This is so critical. It's why information is provided in a certain order and why some topics are continually reemphasized more than others, as those will be the recent happenings. Whenever a big news story comes up, I always go back and look at previous posts by Q and see what Q has said about this previously to kind of pull the uh, pieces of the puzzle together. I believe the set one that Q referred to here uh, is a reference to this placeholder post from Q from April 10th. Uh, Solomon's report is about indictments, this placeholder is about indictments, tracking indictments, Uh, and it has set one and then it has numbers one through six. So I believe that Q is giving us a clue that we need to look at this placeholder. It appears like these indictments may fall under a military jurisdiction since the category listed uh, for Set 1 here is non-civ. I believe that's non-civilian or that would be military. I could be wrong, but that's kind of how I'm reading it. Uh, Q said... That FISA indictments would be the start of the publicly visible aspect of the removal of corruption. Now, I got some heat from people uh, when I said that I did not believe the, uh, child, the reports that children were being rescued from tunnels in New York. And some people got angry because they said, oh, I thought this was primarily about the children. Well, I think this is primarily about the children, but you have to understand that there's multiple parts of this operation that are going on simultaneously. Some of them are publicly visible and some of them are not. Although FISA is the beginning of the publicly visible part of the removal of corruption, patriots have been engaged in anti-corruption operations for many years. This post from Q from December of 2017, Q said 19 ops operations now active, operators active, operators in harm's way, POTUS is awake, no sleep during the op, pray, Q. And what do those operations look like? Well, Q told Anans back in December of 2017 when one of the Anans asked, hey, Q, what about the children? Q said 3,000 children were saved in the raids in Saudi Arabia alone. Worldwide human trafficking lanes were shut down. Uh, the operations were being rolled up from bottom to top. Haiti, and Red Cross were of interest at that time. Then there were classified operations, high priority. So just because we're not seeing these things in the news and just because some of these reports that we're hearing are erroneous, it doesn't mean children are not being saved. They are. But this this is not the publicly visible part of Q's operation right now. So on uh, December 17th, Q posted this first indictment, unseal, will trigger mass population awakening. The first arrest will verify action and confirm future direction. They will fight, but you are ready. Marker nine in brackets, Q, and unseal is also in brackets. Now, if you want to know know, who you think is going to be indicted first or for what, this is a really good post to look at. So Q is telling us that the first indictments that are going to be unsealed are going to shock the public and trigger a mass awakening. Now, he switches to a second subject, which is the first arrest. That is going to verify the actions and confirm future direction. So the first indictment is going to be so shocking, it'll trigger a lot of people to wake up to the reality of corruption. The first arrest is going to confirm that other people are going to be arrested. And, Q said, there are going to be people who will fight this action, but you are ready. Q said that we need to be ready for Congress to call for investigations of Attorney General Barr and U.S. Attorney Durham because of the actions they're going to take. Barr and Durham are going to be prosecuting highly visible, very popular people, and there's going to be pushback. But Q said we are ready. Also in December, Hugh suggested that a grand jury was reviewing information uh, pertaining to General Flynn, which is why information that might clear his name could not be given to his attorney. Same evidence to free Flynn currently being used to indict others, in brackets, G.J., grand jury. Modifying the 302, so the FBI 302 is modified. That is one count that will be in an indictment, I'm guessing, who listened in to Flynn's phone call between himself and Kisliak, two counts, regard FISA, and then there are six counts that we don't know about. I, I think this is connected to this marker nine. Nine is in brackets, right? If you count these counts up, there's one and plus two plus six is nine counts, all in brackets, <laughs> and marker nine. Now, I don't know that this is factual. I'm not really making a prediction. I just think that these are connected. So I I suspect that first indictment is going to be related to FISA, but maybe it won't be. Maybe it will be something else. All right. Last night, Q posted this flag, and the file name is America, PNG. And last night, Lieutenant Freedom posted this video, and Q shared it. I'm going to let you listen to this video.
4: Greetings from Valley Forge and Bunker Hill, Across the Delaware River on Christmas night, from Antietam to Gettysburg, the Alamo to San Jacinto, Manila Bay to San Juan Hill, Bellawood to Marne, Iwo Jima to Guadalcanal, Salerno to the beaches of Normandy, Inchon to the Chosen Reservoir, Port Chop Hill and Way City, Mogadishu, Fallujah, Ramadi, and the Corongal Valley. We are the sons and daughters of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King Jr., John Fitzgerald Kennedy, Ronald Reagan, and President Donald J. Trump. We come from Europe, Africa, Asia, Australia, Central and South America, across all edges of the Pacific to the Atlantic. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave, or oh, the land of the free and the home of the brave. We're in this together, where we go one, We go all.
9: Thank you, and God bless. Q sent greetings from the team. Greetings from Maryland, DC, Hawaii, and beyond. Where we go one, we go all. Q. Uh, I think members of the Q team may include people who work for the NSA. And the NSA's main uh, operation is out of Fort Meade, Maryland, which is why Q mentioned Maryland. Uh, Some of the people on the Q team may be in Hawaii. That's another uh, NSA operation. Also, White House. Some of the Q-team people might be in the White House, which is in D.C., obviously. All right. Anons were having uh, some good times on the board last night. Uh, this Anon said spouse Anand is ready to go back to work and serve. I hope the IC, the intelligence community, house gets cleaned thoroughly. Many cheer patriots. Who were purged by the prior corrupt administration are ready to step back in. Let's go. This Anon wrote, Ex military here, Q. Please don't let us down. We were willing to die then and still willing to die now. Do us proud, please. Q responded, For God and country, brother. And this Anon wrote, Thank you, Team Patriots. I love you all and wish you Godspeed. I've been praying for you, our military, our, our POTUS. Their families and every single person or soul that has put it all on the line for good versus evil. Read the Bible. God wins. Thank you for responding to me. Made my military service worth every minute. Uh, This Anon wrote, Ops on cue, late night. POTUS is doing great, and what a wonderful leader for our country. The plan is unfolding nicely, three years' worth of Anon work, and the present is proving the past. Let's see what the future holds. Retired operators are standing by. This Anon wrote, Anons and patriots do not like renegades. Life and liberty are a team sport. Another one wrote, Amen Q. Praying for all patriots. Know that there are many of us citizens ready and willing to be soldiers for this movement. For the freedom of our children, patriots stand at the ready. Anon posted a picture of the president surrounded by the military leaders. What storm, Mr. President? Trump puts the world on edge with a cryptic cliffhanger. You'll find out. The storm... All right. Those of you who are new to Q uh, probably will not understand Q's next post without a little bit of context. So former FBI director James Comey is fond of tweeting uh, pictures of himself standing in a cornfield. This one is from, I think, June 16th of 2016. And then there's this one, which he tweeted from his secret Twitter account. (laughs) And then there's this one. This is from, I think, July of 2019. Good to be back in Iowa. And when Comey tweeted that, Q responded to it, reposted it, and said, was the corn ripe for harvesting? It is now. Then we have this brackets, a bunch of spaces, 93DK, Q. 93DK was decoded as 93 days dark when Q went off the board for 93 days. Uh, And came back. We kind of decoded that as the interpretation, but that's beside the point. So Q is trolling Comey uh, about the corn being ripe for harvesting. Then on the same day, Devin Nunes tweeted this picture of a corn cob, corn ready for it to be cut. On March 3rd, 2019, Q misspelled uh, James Comey's name as James 8. The interesting thing about that is if you download the Department of Justice Inspector General Report on FISA abuse in a program that allows you to search for it like Adobe Acrobat Reader, if you type in the name Comey, you get no search results. But if you type in the name Corney, C-O-R-N-E-Y, all of the references to James Comey come up. why do you suppose that would be? So corn and cornfields are a meme used by the good guys to foreshadow the coming prosecution of the bad guys. And last night Q posted another picture of a cornfield and the file name is Harvested Cornfield JPEG. And then Q posted a link to another YouTube video. So I think Q is again a warning people like James Comey and others that uh, the time of prosecution is approaching, just these um, nonverbal signs going back and forth. The video from Above and Beyond is called Rotations, and I don't have a whole lot of commentary on that, other than to say it's possible that Q using videos from the group Above and Beyond might be sending a double meaning. Common use in the military. He went above and beyond the call of duty. Maybe that's uh, a second message being sent. I don't know. So, this Anon wrote Corny harvested. First arrest is going to be James Comey, JC in brackets, calling it now. And that's a possibility. Another possibility for the first indictment could be uh, Barack Obama. Q has been posting a lot about Obama lately, sort of warning and hinting that trouble is coming. I don't know who's going to be um, the first indictment. Uh, there are a lot of good possibilities. Q's warning that they will react strongly against a first indictment uh, kind of hints that it's going to be somebody well-known and somebody that the establishment is going to want to support. Uh, I, I don't know who that's going to be. All right, this morning, Q posted two lanterns in the window of a tower with no text, and the file name is just underscore... JPEG. That's it. Uh, the Anons had a lot of observations on it. One if by land, two if by sea. Uh, this anon said, neither lamp is lit yet, but the signal is in place. This anon said, two if by sea, China imports, shutting it down soon. Are you guys? I don't know if any of these interpretations are correct. If you do an image search, uh, you come up with, this is uh, Rush Limbaugh's book about Paul Revere and the Revolution. And there are other ones, but um, our friend Enoch posted this last night. It was April 18th, 1775, when two lanterns were lit in the Old North Church signaling the British were coming by sea. Paul Revere began his midnight ride to alert the Patriot militias. The next day was the official start of the American Revolution. It was the beginning of the battles of Lexington and Concord, shot around the world. I think that that's what Q is referring to. So uh, if that's correct, and tomorrow is has a relevant day in Q's calendar, it could be interesting. This is a post from Cuba from uh, 2018. Where we go, one we go all. Drops will go fast. White House clean sig marker. Everything is planned. Years message unity awakening. We fight Lexington. Concord, stay together. Q. And uh, it's interesting. I found this Twitter account. It's um, at Old North 1723. Some good news. This weekend, the two iconic steeple lanterns at Old North will be set aglow as beacons of perseverance, resilience, and solidarity. People from across the world can join us uh, on YouTube at 725 to watch the lighting And then we have this tweet from Joe Biden, which is just my own personal commentary. He tweeted out, Donald Trump says he's a wartime president. It's time for him to act like one. You know how the president has been saying, I'm a wartime president. Uh, We're in a war. We're fighting this invisible enemy. I think the president is sending messages to us, letting us know that we are, in a sense, in a second revolution. We are taking our country back. We're taking back all of our countries. After the United States is uh, cleaned of corruption, Canada is going to be cleaned of corruption, and then we're going to move over to England and Ireland, Germany and France. Corruption is going to be cleaned worldwide. We are witnessing a global revolution, and it is not a violent war. It is a war where we're going to restore justice and freedom and independence from the tyrants who have been ruling our lives for hundreds of years. And that will get us caught up to Q. Thank you for joining me. Please keep me and Denise in prayer. Keep the president in prayer. Keep Q and the team in prayer. Love you all. Take care. I will catch you on the next broadcast.
3: Wow.
2: All I can say about that is that that's kind of hard to follow. <laughs> I mean, uh, the riddles, I'm, you know, I guess I like some riddles and some I don't. I'm going to go ahead and open up the mic, and I'm going to bring uh, yourself uh, first in-depth. Um, I'm glad you are able to uh, give us the call back in. Uh, I do see others on the call. If you'd like to chime in, uh, just uh, push the one on your number dial, and I'll get you into the show. Um, I actually am a got somebody in who didn't have to get uh, chime in. But the uh, Deb, it sounds like you you may be the most diverse, at least right now, uh, about Q. So if you could kinda help us through that I'd really appreciate it. Some of the stuff, especially Warren, I didn't quite understand the the the, the reason for the war or or whatever. I took the Comey part. I found that I found that kind of interesting.
7: Oh, I'm not real
0: sure where the cornfield thing comes in. I'm sure it's some kind of a term for something else. You know, um he could have used the term game board, I don't know, you know. Um I'm just now figuring out that there's a way to decode these things using the Hillary emails, but I haven't gotten to actually sit down and do any of it yet. But I'm definitely gonna give it a shot because from what I understand is it is without fail accurate. Then maybe I can sort some of those sort of details out, but uh, um, I don't think that uh, the Q-drops should be ignored because the person behind them clearly has some inside information that's triggering these things, and Trump's responding to it, and so is Jr. I mean, they wouldn't be running around with Q-pins on their lapels if they weren't. There's definitely something there. Um, I just want to be able to decipher the little riddles a little better, the little hints and things like that um, myself. Um, there were some other points I wanted to make too, unless you want to continue on this one.
2: No, go ahead. I just want to see if anyone else – I mean, it's just been an interest, you know, for a lot of folks that I was kind of interested in it. So I just thought I'd play it. But, again, it was, I knew when I listened to it the first time, <laughs> when I was putting it together. It was uh, it was really dry, but um, no. If you want to bring up something else there, um, no, go ahead. And, I, and actually, when he talks about some of the people who, you know, Mike and died, and Mike and arrested, I've got an article I'm going to get to. i uh, like to get to tonight. My gosh, we only got about an hour left before I get the closing. something things. <laughs> fast. I wish I had more time. I really do. Wish I could do another fourth. And there's times I'm sure we got five hours worth of material we could do, but. Um so anyway, it's so uh yeah, go ahead and then I'll get to the article about one of the people I would love to see uh end of getting arrested and, and, and pay for they, what they what they've done. But go ahead.
0: Well um, my personal bet is a lot of these people are gonna disappear before it gets to them. And some of them are gonna accidentally die, possibly of the virus, so that they don't have to face any of it. <laughs> you know, um I see a lot of alternatives happening rather than um accountability. Um, not necessarily getting away with it due to um, deep state or, or having connections, but because they find their own way to check out or disappear. Um, others are not going to be so lucky, but uh, you don't have field indictments building up for two years to, to figure that they got to and doubled the size of Gitmo and move you know, um, employment over to um, military for the Fed unless you're making plans. So there's definitely some stuff going on there, but um, I'm sure there's a timing, a very important um, timing to how it all goes down. But we're going to see, aren't we? We'll be here. Um, Some things I wanted to mention. Um, I find it interesting that uh, some of the counties are rounding up thousands upon thousands of homeless people, transporting them several hours away and putting them up in hotels, while the jails and detention centers are letting people out. Both of these activities are supposed to be in the name of protection from the virus, but they kind of counter, counter uh, contradict each other. You know, it, it, that doesn't make sense. Why are you letting criminals out and locking up homeless people? You know, that's something I think everyone should kind of think on and look at a little bit. And uh, someone brought up uh, Ted Cruz earlier. Hi, I did. I campaigned for him for two years and was very late getting on the Trump train, but what moved me was I was sitting in another panel sort of like this, and we were discussing things back and forth, and I I brought up Ted Cruz twice, and someone I very much respect that was on the same panel sent me a private message and said, Deb, you need to take a closer look at Ted Cruz because he's not what he appears. He's controlled opposition. And you can tell it by who he surrounds himself with. And because I'm not stubborn and tunnel vision and unmovable, I'm after the truth period, whatever that may be, and wherever it may fall, I decided to do some research into Ted Cruz. And I wholeheartedly agree with what the person told me. If you take a look at who he surrounds himself with, not one of them is a conservative. They are all globalists, every single one. And he came up through… Bush administration, the New World Order people, and he has not accomplished or stopped a single thing in our favor in years. He's always a day late and a dollar short in getting anything done in our favor, but he talks a good talk, a real good talk, and he did not endorse Trump either. Who is he going to endorse? Hillary? Remember that whole thing that he got thrown out of the um, convention? They are yelling J.P. Morgan and all those sorts of things. Um, His wife, she agreed with uh, making us, New Mexico and Canada, the North Americas under one government. Her only dissent was that they wanted to do it under communism. She didn't agree with that. His campaign manager early on was um, Chad Chad Sweet. If you look him up, he's a complete globalist. He has... um, a new company that's all about global security, terrorism, banking, all these sorts of things that the globalists have wanted to incorporate from one nation to the next. That's what he's into. Um, First, Ted is pinning an article in the Wall Street Journal about, you know, supporting TPP. Then he turns around and opposes it in the media, creating chaos so he can survive in it, you know. He opposes Loretta Lynch everywhere but on the Senate floor and then refuses to vote. He votes present. He's the only person that voted present on you know, certifying her. It's interesting if you take a look at what's really there and stop listening to the man. He don't play for us. He pretends to play for us, and there's a lot of them doing that, and that makes them much more snaky than the out-in-the-open Democrats because so that's true. True. What do you, what's the word? Um, deception. Yeah, that's deception at the highest level. Being controlled opposition, and I see Fox News as controlled opposition as well.
2: What do you think about AON? And, uh, that that who? It's a new station. Uh, One American
0: News. Right eight. now, I think they're as far as. Broadcasters—they're the best going right now, um, yeah. from what I can tell.
2: I mean, you've got a Skype Fox call gave in. Itself away
0: um, by,
8: I'm,
2: I'm, Go ahead, Deb. I'm, I'm got a Skype call. I'm going to get in the green room. So if you uh, lose audio, would just be uh, getting your name.
0: So go ahead, Deb. Fox gave itself away to me by not reporting and underreporting things that they should have been all over, and just kind of you know passed on by. If they were really a conservative. Um, outlet for media, they would have touted those things to, you know, the tops of the mountains and back and did not. It's a a choreographed dance that they do with the rest of the media. But, of course, you know, the six entities that own all the media own them too. So, you know, be careful following nothing but them. Own I really like. I like them a lot. They're hard to find in certain places and tune into. You kind of got to work at that. And for, you know, red news, I really, really like epic times, their presses keep getting arson burned, which is a good indication they're telling the truth. (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, if you want the truth, you've got to go look for it. You're not going to get it on TV and you're not going to get it from the main media. And you're not going to
2: get it it from, you're not going to get it from Google. I tell you what, something's got to be done about Google because let me tell you, you know, any, uh, trying to find something about you know you know trump it's just all negative i'm tired of it but we do have uh, mike from singapore on the line if you'd like to chime in now folks we got about 30 seconds before we go through the live portion which means that if your call drops unfortunately you will not be able to call back in we will have our third hour uh it will be on the archive so please uh take uh the link or find the link on blog talk radio just go to www.blogtalkradio.com uh and then find you know just put in your search engine you know blog I mean uh, Barge Logic Little Talk you'll get the link for tonight's show and then uh, set, you know send it out on your social media whether it's Facebook Twitter uh, your emails email the link out to a lot of folks because it, it'd be great to you know be able to disseminate uh, tonight's show uh, from you folks as well and I really do appreciate it and uh, speaking of that um, you know so don't let your calls drop or else you will, you know won't be able to hit, be a part of what we lovingly call Bard's Logic After Dark here. But let's go ahead and uh, welcome uh, our good friend uh, Mike from Singapore. Thank you very much, uh, much, Mike, for coming to the show. How are you tonight?
8: Oh, pretty good. Thank you very much for taking my call, and I believe Josh is online. I say hello uh, to Sir Josh and Suzette as well, too. I'm sure she's here with you, and uh, mm-hmm. I guess Kelly here, too. I'm sure, right? I say to Sir Kelly, how are, how are you as well, too? Anyway, the bottom line, <clears throat> I wanted just uh, to bring uh, a few things on the table for you, for all of us. First of all, you know, when uh, we see that people demonstrate, that's fine. When they bring their guns out uh, in the public and we see swastika is shown. Once we see uh, confederation flags are uh, brought into the demonstration, you know it's just uh, not not a good uh, ethics in the United States right now because uh, it shows that if we have an election, which I don't think I will tell you. We will not have election, but if we have an election, and Donald Trump loses, and if he says no, everything is fake, everything is stolen from us, and you know this new liberal liberalism uh, people uh, with the guns and everything, you know we are going to turn. United States to Beirut, it will be hell for all of us. And that's not acceptable from my point of view at all. I mean, if, uh, I mean, he just keeps saying liberate Detroit, liberate Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, liberate uh, Austin, Texas, etc. But the question is, uh, he uses the same phrase, same word as the PLO leader. He says, liberate Philistines, liberate Philistine, you know. So, it, I mean, my heart is broken right now, my friends, because I, I will see darkness for this nation. And, you know, it, it's just chaos. Thank you very much. Go ahead, please.
2: Oh, no, thank you very much. And one of the things, you know, I want to bring it tonight and um, all there's people, you know, I, I, I find it interesting that, you know, in living, are so damn hypocritical. Is there's, uh, looking at Twitter, as you guys know, I've always multitasked when I'm on here uh, on the show. And, you know, I'm on Twitter, and there's a post about, um, you know, and, and the lady at First Lodge, they're trying to get uh, some sympathy for, I guess her name's Reality late Winner. Uh, I guess she was a whistleblower. You know, she made this. Of course, she's a whistleblower trying to get against Trump administration. So she finds herself on the cover of Time magazine, you know. Um, and then they're like, oh, you should let. Cause so for leaking, you know, documents, it's it's illegal to leak, you know, classified documents and say she's in prison for it. And of course, you know, uh, these liberals who would be the same people who think that Roger Stone should rot in jail. Um, You know, for what he did, and I should probably post that. Say, 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 all the people on this post, you know, uh, should think that Roger Stone should get pardoned, right? And so, of course, you know, I'm sure their hypocrisy will reign, and they'll be like, oh, no way, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, it's just more liberal hypocrisy. You know, it's like, well, you know what? They broke the law, so don't be a hypocrite. You know, but anyway, you can't get you, you really can't get past it. I mean, that, that's kind of the problem of what's going on in America right now, is you know you're on one side or the other, and there's really no talking to each, each other. I mean, the people. And that's what I'm saying. You know, it, it's hard not to do. It's hard not to try to reach out to these liberal people. And, and we think that oh my gosh, if you know, we could just show them the truth, that they'll actually listen. But I tell you what, there's not a liberal that I know anymore. That' it's not so uh overtake, you, you know overtaken by trump derangement syndrome, which let me tell you something trump der, you know there are more people out there who are afflicted with trump derangement syndrome than they are the coronavirus you know i mean seriously you know i mean it's unbelievable you just you just cannot talk reason with these people so and it's hard not to i know you 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 know you want to you see the posting this bs on on twitter you know on facebook and things of that nature but i'm telling you folks those are not the people for us to focus on i know it's hard you know because we want to be like
1: "Ah, wake up
2: but they won't because they already feel like they're woke right um and so i mean it's it's getting conservatives off their tail and moderates and populists we need to get those you know, people off. We got to get, you know, reach out to independents. And let me tell you something. It's hard to find independents, independence right now. I mean, it really is. Either they're on one side or the other. I mean, I mean, I don't spend all day on Twitter. I, can only, I can't. I don't have time to do that. But when I do, it's always one or the other. I I could not tell you the last time I've actually seen somebody who's like, you know, what? I really don't know. I really don't know. So you know, it's it's tough to get on. Maybe maybe they just. Are on the, the platform, but if you know any people who are, you know, independents, you know, or they're conservatives and they really don't get involved, or, or moderates, or you know, populists, they just don't get involved. I'm telling you, get them involved this election season because they are doing everything, even this pandemic, to try to get rid of Trump. And I'm telling you, if you get these Democrats, you know, you know, you know, back in power. You know, then it's just, it's just, it's going to be worse because it, you know, now, of course, I think the Republicans should, well, anyway, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. This <laughs> doesn't go down rabbit holes. But anyway, I want, do want to get to the article because, again, we are running out of time. So this is somebody who I like to see pay for theirs. And this is one of my all time people. Now, Comey, it'd be great if Comey would be one of them. Uh, second one would be Adam Schiff. <coughs> and it says, and this is some news we're not hearing a lot about because, you know, <laughs> the new the news cycle Is totally consumed Almost totally consumed with the coronavirus But this one So things like this you're just not hearing a lot about And I really wish we'd hear more about it Especially even on Fox News and AON uh, And that's the news station I'm you know You know gravitating more As One American News um, I'm gravitating more and more to them Than, than even Fox Because even Fox some of the people on there You know I'm just you know, yeah whatever Um and so it says Adam Schiff secretly thwarted efforts to bring transparency in Russian probe. It says Democrat demanded uh, DNI keep evidence from Trump holding transcripts that were supposed to be made public. Uh, excuse me. It says in late September two thousand eighteen, with midterm election approaching, the often bitterly divided House Intelligence Committee forged a rare bipartisan moment. Its Republican and Democrat members voted to make public the transcripts of 53 witnesses in the Russia collusion investigation. But, it w- but what was hailed as an act of transparency has been uh, fulfilled 19 months later, has not been fulfilled nine months later, even though U.S. intelligence has declassified and cleared the transcripts for release. The answer why lies in the backroom dealings of Adam Schiff committee's top Democrat and current chairman, according to interviews and memos obtained by Just the News. Shortly after Schiff took over from Republican Representative Devin Notum as the chairman of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence in 2019, he sent a letter to the office of the then Director of National Intelligence, Dan Coates. The letter obtained by Just the News specifically ordered that the witness transcripts, some of which contain exculpatory evidence for Trump's, <coughs> President Trump's team, not be shared with Trump or White House lawyers, even if the declassification process required such sharing. Under no circumstances shall ODNI or other elements. Of the intelligence community, to share any HPSCI transcripts with the White House, President Trump, or any persons associated with the White House or President, Schiff wrote in a March 26, 2019 letter to the then Director of National Intelligence, Dan Coats.
3: <laughs>
2: Such transcripts remain the sole property of HPSCI and were transmitted to ODNI in the limited purpose of enabling a classified review by IC element and the Department of Justice, Schiff added. U.S. intelligence officials that Schiff's request made it impossible for them to declassify 10 of the transcripts, mostly of current and former White House and National Security Council witnesses, because White House lawyers would have to have reviewed them for what is known as White House equities and presidential privilege. But 43 of the transcripts were declassified and cleared for public release and given to Schiff's team, but they had never been made public despite the committee's vote to do so, officials said. One senior official said the 43 transcripts were provided to Schiff's team some time ago, and the 10 remain in the limbo. Asked how long House Intelligence Democrats have had the classified transcripts, the official said, You'll have to ask Mr. Schiff. A spokesman for Schiff and the House Intelligence Committee Democrats did not return any email, an email Monday, seeking comment. If Schiff possesses possesses the declassified transcripts, does not appear to have told Republicans on committee. Several GOP lawmakers and staff on committee just told, uh, told Just the News they have never been alerted that ODNI finished its review. This letter uh, provides some detail on what prompted his demand to keep the transcripts from Trump to his lawyer. It just came. I mean, I'm sorry. It came just as Special Counsel Robert Mueller was releasing his final report, which declared there wasn't evidence to prove the core allegations lodged against Trump by Democrats that Trump had colluded with Russia to hijack the 2016 election. Schiff's letter to Coach stated that his staff was briefed earlier in March 2019 about how ODIN or I'm sorry, ODNI plan to handle the declassification, including the need for White House lawyers to review certain transcripts for information that could be covered by executive privilege. It was that process that set off alarm bells for Schiff's team, the letter shows. The Republicans had hoped the witness testimonies would be released before the 2018 election so Americans could see some of the problems with the Russian probe and the false narrative of collusion that had been foisted on the public. That never happened, and the declassification effort dragged into 2019 when Democrats took control of the House. Of course. See, that's what they're trying to do to get – you know, again, uh, to get the House so they can go through their impeachment debacle. It says GOP lawmakers have emphasized they specifically would like to see the testimonies of key figures like former acting FBI Director Andrew McCabe and Michael Sussman, a private lawyer for the Democrat Party, be made public for context and new revelations. While that hasn't happened yet, Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horowitz has released bombshell information, including that the FBI submitted false and unverified evidence. To secure surveillance targeting the Trump campaign and the Russia probe. Newly declassified footnotes from the Horowitz report released last week show the FBI key informant in the case, the former British spy Christopher Steele, may have been the victim of Russian disinformation. More, dec- more declassified ev- evidence from the probe is expected to be released later this week. In the meantime, Republicans who let the House Intelligence Committee probe in 2018, when the witnesses were interviewed, are trying to learn what became of the transcripts. Schiff's letter to Coats suggests that at time the new Democrat chairman was still interested in releasing the transcripts. Says our hope, I mean, sorry, I hope our staff can reach agreement soon on a schedule for returning its transcripts to the committee for ultimate public release. Rope. Nearly 13 months since the letter, that release has not happened. So again, you've got all these people, all these liberals I was talking about before, who are getting all this misinformation from the Democrats, and they believe it hook, line, and sinker. Due to uh, again, um, sorry, and that. Already- Respond to this. That's the problem with uh, multitasking. Um, so, you know, so again, and, and I said this a long time ago, you know, if I remember, it's, it's the different things that they were doing to try to win the two, you know, information that was being kept from the voters until 2018, of course, for them to get the house. Now, historically, as people here know, that, you know, it does, you know, kind of pendulum when it comes to you know, the elections. But I did find it odd and remember well we've we've we done analysis on this on just how many precincts slipped from from Trump uh over to uh to the Democrats. Now of course these they were you know Democrats to be that districts so over to Trump. But still, I mean again I believe that they did have that information so uh, Who knows? (laughs) Think about think about the House. That's why I know I'm going off of a tangent, and then I'm going to do a roundtable because we only got about 40 minutes before I have to uh, shut things down, Um, and in about 35 minutes do closing comments. Uh, But that's why this election, not even the presidency, is so important. It's the House of Representatives because, again, as I said earlier tonight, talk to your independent people. Talk to your people who, who, or maybe even think about staying home or whatever. And we're going to have to be especially careful. And I, I really don't know how we need, how we can do this. We'll have to talk to our friends from Watch to Vote USA if they try to get you know you know get with this this mail-in ballot. But it's going to be so important not only for Trump to win the presidency, but for the Republicans to take the House because if the Repo- if the Democrats take the House or maintain the House, and God forbid they get the Senate. Then you're going to see more of the same uh, that we've seen this last three years, and where we could have had one of the most consequential in a positive way presidents, you know, perhaps in our lifetime, then we we have to get the House of Representatives too. So now we're going to do a roundtable for discussion on on any of these things. I do got some more we'll, uh, you know, hopefully cover um, uh, about, you know, the Russiagate you know, Spygate indictments. I got another article hopefully we'll be able to get to, but I do want to get a roundtable for that. Uh, so what, the way we'll do it, first we'll do uh, Joseph and then Kelly and then uh, and then Deb and then Suzette and then back to you, Mike. Uh, so we'll do a roundtable on any of that, and then hopefully we'll have time to uh, Got this other article that I want to go to um, about the Spygate. Go ahead, Joseph. Uh,
5: yes. So, we are in a world of trouble. So many people are really scared out there. And rightfully so. I don't think Biden stands a chance against Trump because I think as this continues to linger, especially in blue states, I think for the first time, the hardcore progressive base is seeing their leaders for what they are. Classic example was Nancy Pelosi. Let them eat ice cream a couple of days ago uh, on a webcam, actually showing uh, the world her very expensive $2,500 dollar fridge and freezer with a gourmet ice cream it just shows you how out of touch these politicians are and out of touch with reality they truly believe in their ideology to the point where they've abandoned all rationale and they've abandoned all sense of reality so classic example I always give Is Adolf Hitler. What made him so powerful, how he rose to power, how he almost dominated the world, how he came close to taking over the world, uh, along with Japan and um, Italy, was that he truly believed in his ideology. He truly believed that the extermination of the Jews was a must, that this extermination of the Jews they were the, the vermin that had, uh, you know, caused Germany the loss in World War I and created the Treaty of Versa- uh, Versailles, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I hope I am. Um, and you can see with their actions that any rational person would be able to say, continue this path, we we're just going to plummet. And we will cease to exist. We cease to exist. Nancy Pelosi, your gourmet ice cream in your refrigerator and your beloved grandchildren and everyone who you love. And that's any other politician as well. Um, Chuck Schumer and, um, you know, uh, Stan Hoyer and all the mob. I mean, they're so sick into their ideology. They truly believe it, you know, because some people question it. They go... Uh, no, they don't believe what they're peddling, you know. No, no, they do. They're showing it with their actions. I got to tell you something, guys. For over five years, I believed that this was just their platform and their agenda they were trying to push. I never for once really believed that they really believed in what they claimed they wanted others to believe in. I I, I told myself, well, you know, they radically went all the way to the left but they really don't believe it that's just their platform that's just what they that's just their propaganda but when this pandemic hit that changed it all and even prior to the pandemic the actions of the governors and the our leaders who were warned by the cdc in the trump administration back in january that the coronavirus was a serious threat that they that nancy pelosi went on on air in san francisco and told her native San Franciscans to just go out there and, and, and embrace being San Franciscans. And Mayor de Blasio went out there in New York and said, go out and just embrace being New Yorkers. This COVID-19 is not real. It's not a threat. Even if it was, we would be equipped to deal with it. They really believe it. It's going to come to the point where the governors that are opening up, uh, up the state as, as, as as we speak, I have contemplated for the first time that it may be a possibility for me in a few months if things don't turn around uh, of me going to a red state, of me actually leaving Hawaii. I've been here for two and a half years. My God, I, I really fought hard to achieve everything I did, and it'd be a shame to kiss it all goodbye, but I'm I'm sorry. The mayor yesterday saying that he's going to issue the um, – Stay-at-home orders until May 31st. How much more would you like to cripple the economy to where nothing is left? So I'm actually thinking of moving to a red state where things are opening up. Now, is that a, a, a long-term resolution? No, no. It's just going to mean that half of our country will be functioning properly, but we'll have the imbalance where the other half won't, and eventually, the unbalanced half will eventually suck us down if we still continue to go down this road. So I'll leave you with this. One of my colleagues said that we need to have patience. I hear you. Patience sounds nice, but tell that to the person who's hungry and their stomach is down. Tell that person, it's okay, just continue going hungry and living in the streets and having no shelter. No health care, no clothing. Patience. Okay.
3: It's easy to say that
5: when you are one of those lucky people that are blessed to be at home, have a job, or still have some sort of income, be able to have food on the table, have a nice bed to sleep on. Very easy to say that. But I think most of America has spoken. And these protests in 10 different states, as I predicted, would be is just the beginning, just the beginning. And this is not going to end well, and it's going to be bloody, and it's going to be messy. It's scary because everyone is saying there's going to be a new normal. They want a new normal. They don't want us to go back to the way we were living before. That is scary, and I only hear that out of liberals, liberal leaders. That's what they want. I don't want that. Most of Americans don't want that. We we just want our lives to we just want lives to be the way it was before. I didn't sign up for a new normal. And uh, basically, that's all I have to say about that. And 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 I'll I'll defer back to you, Robert. But one more thing. <laughs> no, I want the new normal. I, I'm I'm afraid to even know what what is their definition of a new normal. I, 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 exactly.
2: I, yeah. I, Why don't they want things getting back to normal?
5: Right. Exactly, and, and 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 Robert, every day I wake up, I miss how life used to be before. You know <laughs> what? It, it makes me appreciate for the first time being an American. I realized I've, I've I've taken the small things for granted, and until this shutdown happened, it made me realize, my God, all my life I've been blind to not really appreciate what a great country we had before this. And I, I just miss it. I just want to go back to it so badly. And this this pandemic has made me realize how great it was. I mean, yes, we've, we, we, we have our flaws. We've had our ups and our downs and our roller coasters. But I miss those days, Robert. I miss the days of getting on a bus and not wearing a mask. I miss going to an arena and watching a football game I missed being able to go back to work I, I just missed miss the way things used to be and, and I'm, I'm sorry um, I'm not trying to make this Republican or Democrat but you don't hear Republicans talking about a new normal all the Republicans are saying we want to get back to normal it's the liberals <laughs> politics that are saying no no, no. We, we have to realize that there's going to be a new normal and we're never going to go back to the normal well, you
3: know what? Well, I be...
5: <laughs> there will be hell to pay Robert. Their day will come. And I tell you, oh, I when it to... gets to the right. and when it's blood and violence, it will be the point of no return. And let mm-hmm. me tell you something. It will be like the French Revolution where they'll be dragging these politicians out of their homes, swarming their guards, and it is a reality. What I am saying is not... The ending of a horror movie And believe me it is very practical If we continue down this road Which we can and, and that and, will and, and, and I defer yeah, past, uh,
2: And listen to the pa- I mean listen the past episodes I've been saying for a long time Now that this country I'm telling you This country is headed Towards a civil war And maybe, maybe Not as bloody It's the first one, but I've been saying for a long time if this uh, this keeps up, then and and this is before the coronavirus. I mean, the thing is, is I mean,
8: uh, and I I hate
2: repeating myself, but you know, I guess people do that media and politics all the time. So, um, (laughs) but I've been following politics since I was ten years old. God, I'm about to age myself. I
8: almost I almost made that mistake,
2: but I've been following politics for a long time, and since I was ten, and I won't say how many years because then you guys could just do some simple math. But the thing is, is I was all the time I've been following politics. I have I seen where they disliked like uh, Bush, and they would call him Hitler and Hitler-esque and this and that. And the media would make fun of him. Say he's stupid call him adult and this and that, blah, blah, blah. But I've never seen it where the hate was so deep. I mean, there's people – I mean, they call him Hitler, and they'd be like, oh, he's a dumbass, and that's not. But i just seen a post early tonight, I mean, just minutes ago, where they're saying Trump should get the electric chair. You know, because of that girl I mentioned earlier, the, the whistleblower, reality-lay winner. They're like, oh, you know, blah blah blah. This poor girl, blah, blah, blah. you know, it's like, well, you know, she broke the law, right? But um, and I posted one person. I said, look, this person's like, oh, well no, nonviolent criminals should go to, uh, should go to prison. They're too full anyway. They should just be fined or this or not. And I posed a question to them. We'll see if they respond. And I said, well, I said, do you think that should stand for Roger Stone? And we'll see if the, they're a typical, hypocritical liberal or not. Uh, but I've never seen it where the people, the liberals say, oh, look, and, and I, I'm, I'm getting to be the same, to be honest with you. I mean, I mean we hate each other. I mean, we really, I think, and I could be wrong, I wasn't alive back then. Yes, I was. I'm a vampire, actually. No, but seriously, I wasn't alive
3: then, and I'm not
2: the big history buff. But I don't even think that the people in the Civil War on the two opposing sides – Hated each other as much As we hate each other now I really do I don't, I, I don't know, I wasn't alive back then But just through the literature that I've read And you know We're brother against brother, neighbor against neighbor You know this and that, you know, different sides And but I don't think that the people Hated each other as much as we hate Each other now I mean there's people who want millions of people <laughs> To die To the president, think about that there are people out there in the United States that want millions of fellow Americans to die so that President Trump would not be reelected. Think about that. There are fellow Americans out there in these blue states that want you know, people in red, America, red state America to die so that Trump will not be reelected. In the millions, in the millions, they don't care how many die. As long as Trump, and you know whose fault that is, and the, you know what, I don't think it's the politicians we need to dray out. If, they're, if it comes to this, as you said, if it, you know, if it comes to this, as you said, and I'm not promoting this, well, I'm not, but that being said, I'm not, I'm not telling people to go out and do this, but if we're ta- – you know, but what I'm saying is that the, the people, if we're to put it on a scale, if who gets deserved to be dragged out of their offices and had tomatoes thrown out, how about that? Well, I'm not saying we kill or hurt anybody, but hey, let's throw some tomatoes on them, right? Or hey, let's throw, let's throw buckets of water on them like, like people do with the police officers in these blue cities, right? Okay? And then nothing happens to them. The people who need to be scared is the media. You want to talk about who's responsible for the hate in America? Let me tell you who's responsible for the hate in America. It's the media. We hate each other because of what the media is putting up there. They are the ones who are splitting up America. I put the full blame of the vitriol, the split, the hatred, and if we do get in the Civil War like you're talking about, you know, and getting in the streets. These are the guys and gals who need to be dragged out of their offices and tarred and feathered. There we go. People are tarred and feathered back in those times. There if there's people who need to be tarred and feathered, they need to be the media. These people, these hate mongers and the media are the people, you know, who need to be, you know, tarred and feathered. Those are the people who are responsible. So if this ever comes down to violence Put the blame on who the blame really is, and it is the media. When people say that the media are the enemy of the state, they are the, and they are the enemy of the state. They are the enemy of America. Their media is the enemy of America. Put the blame where the blame, the, the blame you know, it, it should be. Point the finger at them. I mean yeah, it, because, and the, is it bad to the people who are weak – Well, look, again, I'm starting to feel it as well. But the thing is is mine's reciprocal. Mind reciprocal, they hate us, they hate what we stand for, they hate who we support and, and sorry, I have a hard time loving somebody I hate you know I, I i I do that's probably one of the reasons why you know i I don't follow the Christian faith because you're supposed to love the people who who hate you I can't do that that's not in my wheelhouse i I, I can't do that you know, and here's the thing that's going yeah, to be really? our way. that, that maybe, Go ahead, Mike. I'm, why I'm why, just, I'll, why I'll, do you let me? Well, real quick, I want I want to keep this
8: because you said you hate me. Because you said you hate me, and you I cannot love uh, somebody that I hate. No, I said why no, then? You then, then right, let, let, let me? That, no,
2: oh, I'm getting to, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting no, I'm getting to the point where there's these liberals out there, and there's these I'm, you're not a liberal. I don't you know, these liberals out there who, you know. Well, no. I, I'm, what I'm saying is I hate the people who, who hate us. That's what I'm saying is it's reciprocal. That's what I'm saying. It's because they're showing so much hatred for us. I'm, I, I'm starting to feel it back. I'm reciprocating that is what I'm saying.
8: We don't have we'll hate get, for you. I mean we, we love you all of
2: you. Well, well, but I'm saying a lot of the liberals out there. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a lot no, okay, of I'm talking okay. about okay. a lot of, a lot of I yeah I'm seeing a lot of the liberals, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of the liberals out there, you know not not all of them I, mean, I got a liberal friend at work. we haven't been able to talk to each other it, but there's very few liberals that I can actually talk to that have not suffered from trump derangement syndrome, but just, here's the thing with my friend from work, and I'm sorry that I'm monopolizing a lot of the time tonight. I apologize for that, but when I get fired up, I just get off um and somebody uh. My correspondent, um, one of my correspondents here. I need to – there you go. So anyway uh, – see, I hate when they, people do that because I leave my truck. That's why I have to go off on a team. When I go off, i got to go off or else I'll get distracted and I'll be focused on that enough it, for me to, to get back to it. Um, oh, my God, I have Biden syndrome. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but, but that's the thing. I mean I get this, 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 this liberal friend at work who – but here's the thing that bothers me about, about, about him, and it's not about him and not about his personality. He's scared. He's scared about this, this coronavirus thing. They have to not, – not just – not even before Trump. The media has – he is scared. I mean before this coronavirus started coming up, we'd have conversations. And he was literally saying, oh, I'm afraid what happens if Trump doesn't get elected. I'm afraid what Trump is going to do. Again, this is the media. Because all these liberals, they live in the echo chamber, right? They don't, Mike, they don't listen to shows like this. They stay in that echo chamber where all they do is listen to the alphabet media. And all the alphabet media does, regardless of what station they're on, you can flip the station through any of the alphabet media, and you're going to hear the same words and phrases and topics on every one of those damn shows, every single one of them. They're going to say the same words, and they're going to say the same phrases, and they parrot, them. They, they parrot each other. And that's all these liberals do. They live in the echo chamber. And these media personalities, they hate Donald Trump and they hate Donald Trump supporters. Just look at Don Lennon talking to this other guy and how they're they're scoffing and laughing at, you know, at Trump supporters. Okay? And so my friend tells me one day, this is before coronavirus, and this I mean, that he's afraid of what Trump would do. If he did not get reelected, like he's like, well, what if he starts martial law or what if he just ends elections? He says there's not going to be an election so he could stay being being the president. Are you serious? The media has him so concerned about Trump. And then and then I've got other people who are supposed to be very I mean, I want a, a friends of almost a decade because they listen to these media folks. And I had a guy very intelligent. Who who was actually he was a a quasi you know Nazi Hitler expert right I mean he wasn't an expert but that was one of his passions he's like you know oh real big up on Nazi Germany and the Third Reich and that part of history and this guy's and, and he's literally took on you know was comparing Trump with Hitler and, and quoting all the stuff that the that the um, the liberals were told when he was running for for president you know this when he was running I mean I'm like Here's a guy, a PhD professor, who's actually, you know, someone who, one of his hobbies is that time period in the Third Reich, and he actually, you would think he'd know better. Someone who, who who's had as much knowledge and done all this research on the Third Reich and on Hitler and Nazi Germany and that period of time, and to actually think that you could compare Donald Trump. When he's running for election and the and his rallies to adolf Hitler That's he does the media. know better
0: he does know better. One thing that I have learned in having debate type discussions with these liberals is they know they lie, and you can tell it by what they avoid, and you cannot.
3: Yeah, they avoid our liar. friendship. they stop being friends Knowledge. With you
0: can't straighten <laughs> somebody out who lies because the intent is to deceive. They know the truth. Sure?
3: They yeah, don't, so care. don't
2: care all the way down. Oh. What was that? I heard something in the background. <laughs> Some, um...
0: They know what the truth is. They don't care. Well,
2: now, I, now this guy I've known, I mean, he is a liberal certainly. And, and and Mike, he's certainly not one of those liberals that I hate because he didn't hate me. He just couldn't be friends with me because I supported Donald Trump. And um oh, I just lost Mike. Darn it. Okay. And um but yeah, I mean now well, uh, uh, anyway. I guess my I guess Mike I guess Mike considers himself a liberal. I don't know. I've n i have I would have never known that. But anyway I, I'm gonna get off my my soapbox. I apologize for some I'm doing what, what's up, the eighth, um, the eighth deadly sin, uh, Kelly, and you're next, actually, and that's hogging the mic, and, and I was doing that, and I apologize, so let me go ahead and bring it back to you, Kelly, I, I apologize, <laughs> so committing the eighth deadly sin, go ahead.
6: <laughs> that's funny, that's funny, oh, yes, yeah, eighth deadly sin, hogging the microphone. All right, so, uh, yeah, I had a coworker years ago, his name was Guy, you meet Guy, and, uh, we would debate a little too much. we were both engineers and uh but we were still friends enough. Uh, he helped me move when I bought my house. I helped him uh move when he bought his house and uh hung out at his house a little bit after moving and had a beer and uh yeah, he was a really neat person and um just different opinions and by the way uh hi Mike. It's glad to hear um any opinions. Uh, Roundtable discussion. We bring a lot of input and uh, think through things. And Joseph, I hope hope things. It sounds like you're in a tough time. You don't have to say any details, but I hope things get better for you. Texas is definitely a lot of conservative Californians who are going to Texas. Anyway, but yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, when you when a person when you feel hated, I'm kind of clarifying this what you were saying, but when you feel hated, I remember in college there was a girl I loved, she loved me, but it was just young blunders and I wanted to slow down a little bit and she was mad at hell with me she was mad as hell with me and uh, I think cause maybe I should have pulled the trigger and asked, me, asked her to marry me, but I was in grad school all the time but things she did after, I'm like, I don't I don't want to be around her because I just, I felt hated and I'm like, oh my gosh you know Anyway um, So Yeah it's um, You were talking about extreme hatred The media, the media, the media You wonder if somebody's running the media is a puppeteer on the media Causing Americans to hate each other And this time we should be Trying to come together a little better um, I do like some of the things Cuomo's done um, You know I'm a libertarian But anyway so this thing about hate, um, there was this woman that wanted to get – She, well, I think this was Daily that reported this. Daily reported that uh, some woman wanted to get infected with corona and go to every MAGA Trump rallies that she could. And that's just sheer hatred, and um, Republicans typically are highly influenced by – Christian thinking, not all Republicans are Christians. Uh, Maybe only half, maybe a third, maybe I don't know how many are really. Ron Paul is definitely a Christian. He got freedom figured out. But anyway, when you look at uh, the Bible, Ezekiel 18, verse 32, God says, I take no pleasure in the death of anyone. That's mind-blowing. You mean even Adolf Hitler? You mean Stalin, et cetera, et cetera? So That's an interesting thing right there. But I, I, I know some liberal people, and there's a karaoke place. Kay and her husband, we don't agree, but we kind of enjoy each other's company and talk about life and other stuff. Um, they're just as human as I am. And by the way, Ramos versus Louisiana, a court case. Ginsburg... And I believe, yeah, Sotomayor, or was it Kagan? Three liberals got with uh, three conservatives, and they ruled the same. It's a case about trial by jury. Are t- all 12 juror members required? Are they required for a unanimous verdict? Because some states are doing 10 out of 12, you're guilty. Um. And so Ramos versus Louisiana, um, they said unanimous all 12. That has been the historical standard, and that's what we hold up. And so uh, Ginsburg, Sotomayor, uh, three liberal judges got with Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and I'm trying to remember the third conservative. So it was a 6-3 split. And I'm like, Roberts and Alito dissented? What? What? That was bizarre, but there are uh, on occasions on uh, matters of justice. One of my uh, the, the conservatives and the liberals will get together and defend our constitution. I've been saying for years. If it wasn't for the Supreme Court we would have lost our country years ago. Robert Huet Jackson was a, a liberal. He, he was one of my in my lifetime one of my favorite Supreme Court justices because he had liberty so well and and written well. Anyway. All right, so we go back to the Trump scenario. Um, Debbie introduced a theory. I've heard it, actually. She was the first person. That, no, actually, second second person. And then a third person introduced the idea that the corona shutdown will be used to round up the bad guys that are corrupt, and then if there's a lot of left, there's going to be some rights and Republicans. Um, by the way, two Republicans have been indicted over Trump's um, presidency Two Republican congressmen One from New York, I think one from California Republicans indicted Grand jury justice Who? That's the way it ought to be but Anyway So Trump uh, Some say oh he's just a shill Some say no he's going to drain a swamp, swamp Like he says, there's various opinions We don't know But I will tell you if Trump was deep state As in Bush Sr., Bush Jr. Uh, Obama If We had Hillary as president Right now The borders would not be going up These trade uh, Tariffs would not be happening Because that's Deep state north order They like no tariffs They like open borders Um, Trump recently Stopped all legal Immigration into America Except a couple special classes So immigration so that Corona doesn't come in anymore And of course some people are not happy with that. Um, he was asked about vote by mail. Biden is totally for vote by mail. That happens nationwide. We're done. But Trump says, no, we're not doing vote by mail. If Trump was Hillary Clinton, he'd be saying, yes, let's do vote by mail. What about the stimulus for big corporations? We're not allowing stock buybacks. That's what a deep state person. If Hillary, oh, yeah, stock buybacks are fine. Deep state. Notice, I mentioned Republicans and Democrats when I said deep state presidents. So, I think I think Trump is the real thing. Simply ask: if Hillary was in his place, what would she do? She'd do things way differently. Okay. So, Jerome Corsi, WorldNet Daily investigator, researcher, award-winning. Um, I watched him on a video giving a conference where the last couple years. Of Obama's presidency He had been approached By military generals Who wanted to do a coup d'etat Well they had been planning it For a couple years And they were like six weeks out This actually happened in the 70s With Richard Nixon by the way Luckily he was impeached But they finally said to Jerome Corsi We're we're not going to do this We found somebody to to run for president His name is Donald Trump And he's going to clean house like, what? And so the military uh, was standing there with him, generals and such, one of his public forums. Trump announced a war on the drug cartels. Well, really, is it the drug cartels? Or is it other? That's deep state funding drugs. Anyway, why can't we win this war against drugs? Because <laughs> they don't want you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's eliminate the competition, is what it is. I had a client that went to jail. Uh they were coming into the C one thirty planes. Anyway, he was in the military. They had to prosecute somebody, so he was a little man on the total pole. He told me a story. But anyway, so deep state. The Q post, I wish we had time to go through them, and you can actually go to Q uh Q-map dot you me look it up here. Q dot pub. And you can see the post. Yeah, Q dot P U B. And I I saw the cornfield, the harvested cornfield. Um, Yes, it was a couple days ago I'm like oh my gosh And it says the corn has been harvested Now Tom Fitton has been judicial watch You wonder why he's still alive Tom Fitton communicated uh, In one of his briefings today The reason why they had to try to impeach him Is to get him out of office Because they know the justice is coming down on them Pretty darn fast They have got to get him out of office somehow
3: Mm -hmm.
6: But it was a failure Comey uh, things are that you know the false accusation, the false FISA warrant, etc. This is going to turn right back around on Comey, and he said Adam Schiff knew about it that they were spying on Trump during the campaign. And you look into I mentioned before misprision a felony that could, if if Trump's going to do what some people theorize, if Trump's going to do what this theory is around up the bad guys, Adam Schiff is is going to be one because of misprision of felony. So this is all mind-blowing, what really could happen. Now, Robert, you're worried about the Republicans winning the House in November. If Trump arrests a bunch of high-level people and can somehow keep the peace, prevent a civil war, um, Antifa and and Occupy and others getting together and having another um, Rodney King riots, L.A. burnings and the uh, uh, Missouri riots, you know, all that, if he can prevent that and the bad guys go to jail and the evidence comes out that all sorts of weird, bad, treasonous stuff These people were plotting, and we don't know to what level of treason they were doing. If he comes out with this, he starts coming out, say, late April. Well, it's already late April. Okay, so May, June, July, August, September. It'll be a slam dunk not just for Trump. It'll be a slam dunk for Republicans in the House and the Senate if high-level people are shown – and the evidence is there for their high level of corruption and or possible treason why would q put so many posts out about treason this is mind blowing um and trump's doing q symbols and what deb deb told us i sure would like to get some more thoughts from deb um i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to the q post right now to sh- to dig up the I
2: mean, like, oh yeah, and we by got, the way
6: you have all minutes I
2: have to shut the shut shut things down too. Like, gosh, that's it. We could use another we could use
6: another hour. Go ahead. <laughs> well I know, I know. These our shows can always go on longer than we all right. So um but Bill Gates has resigned from the Bill Bill uh Bill Gates Foundation and I believe Microsoft also after Trump said we know who started the infection, which the Bill Gates Foundation hasn't in, in invested a lot of money into vaccines. But you have an awful lot of high-level executives, and uh, that's how, where the deep state is, is in corporations. You've had um, media people resigning or announcements. It's been really interesting because if, if the media is on, try, is on it to try to make Trump look like an illegitimate president, which is causing a lot of hate, um, then you have some serious issues. Of Even Chris mis-
0: Matthews walked off his job at CNN.
6: He did? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well,
0: that's because supposedly he said some, some, some
2: not-too-nice things to girls or something. I don't know.
6: Well, they'll make something up, but um, if the rats are scurrying because the lights are coming on – and I love that 20-minute segment you – I hadn't heard that one before. Um, Shoot. i got to find this. I, because Q posted this for a reason. Um, a friend pointed this out to me, and we're looking at it together online, because, you know, on my phone here. Oh, i got to find them. All all these different forms of treason in the federal statutes, 18 U.S.C. Ah, it's killing me. I can't find it quick enough. Um, yeah, if you read these Q posts, you just go to QMAP.pub. And you start reading these, it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. And maybe the real problem is it's just, oh, here we go. It's just taken so long to set up a government and then start getting the bad guys work up the chain of command to the top of the totem pole. All right, here we go. 18 USC, treason. Uh, section 2381, treason. 2382, misprision of treason. 2383, rebellion or insurrection. 2384, again, these are Q posts. 2384, seditious conspiracy. 2385, advocating overthrow of government. 2386, registration of certain organizations. 2387, activities affecting armed services generally. Uh, 2388, activities affecting armed forces during war. T- section 2389, recruiting for service against United States. 2390, enlistment to serve against United States. These are 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Ten statutes on treason or close to it. And depending upon the level of treason, there can be capital punishment. So I I would encourage people to watch Q. I mean I, I, I don't know if I believe that Trump's going to use the corona to round all these people up. Or even if it's going to happen But I sure want it to I And mean, I wrote a book about the grand jury um, Did send one Trump Tower years ago But anyway um, So I, I would love to see The bad guys get rounded up And if they're Republican or Democrat I don't care Fiat, justitia ruat, kalim I'll turn that over back to you
2: well go ahead and uh darn it. I don't even have any time. Um, I got about uh thirty seconds uh literally. I just learned
7: really twenty questions. Go ahead Susan, yeah, charges do won't stand in in depth, for most of the people the that in the Trump oh, administration most of those charges won't stand into the Obama administration because of the fact that they already resigned. You can't charge them after they've resigned. That's why they resigned before they were fired. That's it. That's to you, Oh, uh,
2: thank you. Go ahead, Dad. There's about Literally 20 seconds, and I have to close
0: things out. Go ahead. Two videos you need to try to find on YouTube. Follow the Cabal. That's a documentary, and then there's like a 12-part series. That will show you who's getting rounded up. Out of Shadows will show you how the media, Hollywood, music industry, advertising, how they're all doing social manipulation. The news says the same thing no matter what city you're in. Word for word. Out of the
1: Shadows.
6: Out of the shadows. Yes. Yeah, Liz Crokin. Yeah, out of the shadows. Okay.
0: Thank you very much. Everyone,
2: check us out. out. A great show. We'll see you guys next week. I invite everyone, of course, to come back uh, again next week. And also, yes, please uh, go to Blog Talk Radio and find Bard's Logic Little Talk. Find the link to the night show, and you know, post it out on your Facebook, your Twitter. Uh, email folks, or they can uh, get the information that I think is uh, very important to, to get out there to uh, the folks, so they can disseminate it there. As I mentioned earlier, independent friends and people who you know want to get informed by things you were not going to hear, uh, certainly from the liberal yeah, news, but I sometimes even happen. the conservative news. But I want tonight, as I do most nights, <laughs> I can't say every now because we haven't been able to, and that is by the song by Aubrey Ashburn. And we'll see you next week, all. Take care and
6: good night. Good night.